Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400 square foot facility complete with a state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Hello and welcome here live tonight to Madisonville High School Hornerton Game 2 of a best of three series taking on the Madisonville Mustangs in the area round of playoffs. Our Hornets coming off of a win uh, last night that we'll break down and even recap for you here momentarily. I'm Chris Simmons here on a Friday night. Happy to be with you and I'm joined by Hornet alumni, now college baseball player, Audie Clary. Audie, uh, welcome to the broadcast and happy to have you. Thanks for having me, Chris. It's going to be a good night and Audie, last night we saw uh, a lot of different things individually uh, from our Hornets, but overall, let's just give a quick synopsis before we give you highlights, before we break down everything that we saw. Uh, recapping last night's win, the Hornets won 7-0, to where in the fifth inning, five runs came across, and six, uh, or pardon me, in the sixth inning, two of them came across as well, and for a 7-0 win, Jesse Cravey on the mound for the Hornets had a dominant performance with six innings strong, only giving up six hits, nine strikeouts, and two walks, and most importantly, no earned runs given whatsoever. Cole Geese came in for the last inning in the seventh, no runs, uh, one hit, one strikeout, no walks, and uh, and we'll we'll hear a little bit from that in a moment as well. But it was a a very good uh, a very good game for the Hornets last night. Audie, uh, we were talking through before the game, uh, before the broadcast here. What what stood out to you last night as far as key stats from, from last night's game uh, for, for the Hornets? Uh, Jesse Gravy, Jesse Gravy, coming in through <clears throat> through uh, just as good as he has all year long. Uh, through a complete game shutout, uh, was no hit. He was throwing no hitter through four. Uh, they hit the ball last night where they had seven hits. Yeah, yeah seven hits seven total hits yeah. last night, and defense was flawless. So it's, it it was one of those things in defense today. Uh, Hornets have survived all season long when it came to uh, really really good pitching, great pitching, and then good defense. But here playing it at Massenville High School, it's a completely turf field uh, behind the plate. Lovelace is going to have a, a fun job tonight trying to to make this this work uh, with a completely turf. Everything bounces off quicker, balls are hit harder, and, and the speed of the game really elevates because it's around the whole field uh, with it being turf. And so uh, it's going to be a fun night here for Hornet Baseball on the Nest. We're going to go to a break, but when we come back, we're going to give you a uh, audio replay. Last night, uh, last night's game, taking the full two and a half hours of it, condensing it down to three minutes so you can listen to it, and then we'll break down tonight's uh, matchup coming up. So for myself, Chris Simmons, and Audie Claire, we'll be back in just a moment. This is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here on the Nest. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? 
Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Break. We're still here pre-game live from Massaville High School Hornet area around the playoffs coming your way. Last night, as we said just earlier, Hornets won 7-0 in what was a highly uh, exciting game, especially when it got to, that, to those late innings where we saw solid pitching continue on and the Hornets put up five runs in the fifth, two runs in the sixth. We want to recap that for you if you were missing it. Uh, so take a listen here. The next, uh, the two-and-a-half-hour game last night condensed into three minutes. We'll, uh, we'll take a listen uh, to this here right now. Two-two count. Had to shorten up the swing a little oh, bit. Yeah. That time, changeup got him swinging. Gravy, after allowing a leadoff double off the fence, come back. He comes back and strikes out the next three. So, excellent start for Jesse Gravy and the Hudson Hornets. Gravy gonna come to the mound, but being shown. Oh. Pickoff move for Gravy. Oh, got, got him! Yes, he did. Lovely, throw him out. Throw the pickoff move back to first base. Ben Phillips jumped off just a little bit too far, and that's the reason why, folks. That's why we can sit here rant and rave about Kyle Wellblade, because once again, making a heck of a throw down behind the runner and the tag made by McKinley. McKinley didn't have to move his glove. Oh, two pitch, swung on that one. Just made contact with Lovelace. That's a single. Going to get through. One run will score. Pinning moving over to third. Will we get there in time? Yes, on the slide. He is in there safely. We'll take it. Kyle Lovelace coming through. With a base hit single in the right field, got by the first and second baseman, both in diving attempts, and score one. One-two pitch, swung on, now it's hit to the second baseman. Gets by him. Ben Phil's not going to make the play. One run will score. The special runner coming in. He'll score as well. Cameron Rackley will score in place of Kyle Lovelace, who came in earlier. Two runs will score. Two runs single there for Jesse Cravey and the Hornets. Now lead three to zero in the bottom of the fifth. <laughs> Zach, his brother Zach at, at the plate now. One one count. Swung oh, on wow. that one. Did the gap once again. Pierce seeing the ball well. The runner coming through. Geesling will he make it to home in time? Yes. Geesling gonna touch <laughs> home as he trucks the catcher in the process. Curveball. That one smacks. Duke Jordan. That one left center field. That one's going to roll to the wall. Pierce will score no problem. Jordan on his horse. He'll end up at second with a double. For Garcia with bases loaded. First pitch swing and hits it high in the air. Center field. Darren Blakely will make the play. No problem. Tagging up from first, though, or from third, is Cameron Rackley to score. Wow. And then Hunter Mayo slides second as well on the That's tag. Good. That's good base run. For sure. I mean, Roy came in, did his job, hit the ball deep, scored a run. I mean, Geesling, strong performer for the, for the Hornets all season long. Topper hit up the middle. Filled by Pennick. Tosses up Woods for second in the one. Over to Pennick and first got it! Yes! Jesse Gravy and first base making the play. The throw from Woods pulled him off to the right side. Able to just do the, the toe touch, the ballerina touch in first base for a Hornets double play. Just don't win. 3-2 pitch. Swung on and miss. That's how you do it, Cole Geesling. Finish him off with a curveball there. 
and the Hornets win tonight. They win game one, seven to zero in dominant fashion. That was the recap from last night's win when our Hornets win 7-0. Now we're hoping the trend will continue. We don't have to make another trip back up here tomorrow. But we'll talk about more how the Hornets can avoid that, how we pull off a win here tonight. When we come back from the break, this is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here on the Nest. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Fuentes. I'm a board-certified orthopedic surgeon at the Texas Special Center here in Lufkin, Texas. I'm excited to announce a fascinating breakthrough in orthopedic care, the VSI or Vision Scope. This is a very small scope that I can place into either your shoulder or knee to help diagnose any problems that may be causing your pain. Here's how it works. You're completely awake, in my office, using a local anesthetic with minimal discomfort. You'll be able to view the entire procedure along with me. It's safe, practical, affordable, and takes literally a matter of minutes. You can return to work or school immediately afterwards. And as the only orthopedist in the East Texas area to perfect this device, please call my staff for an appointment to see whether VSI is for you. You can contact Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-630-88. Parents, you know that summer is coming right around the corner, which always brings up the question, what am I going to do with my kids? Well, look no further than the 2016 Summer Day Camp put on by Livewell Athletic Club. Give your kids the most amazing 10-week adventure that includes swimming, archery, laser tech, gaga ball, and brand new weekly field trips, and so much more. Incoming first graders through incoming seventh graders are welcome to attend any week or any part of a week. Registration is now available online at livewellclub.com. Live well, play hard, feel good. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. And welcome back here at Madisonville High School. Chris Simmons, Audie Cleary on the call with you tonight for what's expected to be a great game between our Hornets and the Madisonville Mustangs. Audie, tonight, uh, pitching's been the key for, for our Hornets all year long. Great pitching overall. Talk to me about the pitching matchup between these two teams here tonight. Yeah, no doubt. Pitching's been one of the top things for the Hornets this year. Uh, Zach Pierce, he's got a 1.06 ERA point. He's got a 184 batting average, 268 on base percentage, opponent on base percentage, uh, only eight earned runs and 53 innings, 224 batters face. <laughs> so eight uh, runs off 224 batters. Yeah. Okay, only, we can we can deal with that. Yeah, he only gave about 37 hits facing those batters, 65 Ks and 25 walks, and that's a that's a pretty good ratio if you ask me. Yeah, that, so. that's that's not too bad of a stat line, that, that I'm excited to see what's uh, what's coming. But the Hornets, though, but last night we saw the number two pitcher yep. uh, for the Mustangs in Casey Williamson. Now we're going to see the number one guy, the number one guy, Kyle Poe. You did some scouting on him. What'd you find on Poe? Uh, not only can he hit, I mean, last night he had two doubles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, yeah. And one off the, off the fence, which would have been gone at this field here since it's so short. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, he has a 1.63 ERA, uh, 47.2 innings pitch. He's got 1,100 runs, 43 Ks, 25 walks, and 43 hits. So Pierce is a little better, so I look for, like I said here, it should be a pitching duel. So I'd say I'd say best pitcher wins. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, whoever whoever has that best performance on the mound is going to come off with a win. Neither neither pitcher giving up more than two runs a game. So, uh, you know, hits could be hard to come by. We thought that coming in last night as well, but the Hornets were able to take care of, of one inning and really open it up all there uh, in, in one setting. So we'll see uh, what comes from it. Let's give you the starting lineups here uh, tonight as – 
the Hornets are the away team this evening. Our batting lineup starts like this. The 1-2-3 is JT Pinnock, Kyle Lovelace, and Jesse Cravey, followed by Hunter Mayo, Zach Pierce, batting in the five spot, moving up from the six last night, and Duke Jordan, batting in that six spot. Then Weston McKinley, Austin Woods, and Connor Richardson, the 7-8-9 hitters tonight. Around the diamond for the Madisonville Mustangs. Kyle Poe, as we said, on the mound with a 1.63 ERA. Will Hudson behind the plate tonight. Uh, got a, a new a new catcher since we saw last night. Robert Colbert, who's the DH, he was behind the plate. But Massimo making several shifts along. One uh, key shift we'll get to in a moment, or one uh, one non-shift that we thought might happen. We'll get to that in just a second. Sam Parak at first. Ben Phillips, who had a great game last night for the Mustangs at second. Thomas Hudson committed two errors in the game. Uh, and we were thinking maybe we might see a shift. But, hey, the coach trusts him. He's coming right back to him, and so uh, we'll see what happens with it. Zach Poe at third, Casey Williamson, last night's pitcher in left field, Darren Blakely in center, and last but not least, Alan Jaramillo in right, and I finally got the name right, I think. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see exactly what's coming up as J.C. Penning's getting ready to step in the box for our Hornets and get things underway. And, and Audie, this is such a big game because the Hornets coming in. As a player, you're up with the 1-0 lead. How are you feeling coming to the matchup? I'm feeling great. I mean, there's no... There's no uh, place like getting a win at home. I mean, especially in playoffs. I mean, you're, you're coming to play these guys here. You want to get the win under your belt, play loose here. I mean, you can't lose a series right here, so why not play loose? So why not just play loose and do your thing? So we're getting ready. First pitch on the way now from Kyle Poe. Fastball in in the zone. Crossed a little bit below the knees, but maybe we'll see what kind of a zone is going to be established. That's what you look for here in these first opening innings. Is really where's the umpire going? Where's old blue going to put it? So. We'll see what comes from next pitch from Poe. Another fastball. That one's that one is low. So evens the count up at one and one. As we're just getting underway here in the first bank and trust first inning of play. First bank and trust. Proud to be sponsors here of Hornet playoff baseball in the nest. Next pitch on the one one. That's tipped. Going back into the fencing. We're at a little bit different angle, Audie. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hitting on your eye a little bit more tonight <laughs> since we're from the side. We're not behind the plates. One thing seeing the pitch, but from the side, right. a little bit different trying to call it out. So I'll depend on uh, all of your expertise. The counts one two. Poe in the windup. Left the change up high. Chopper over to third. Fielded by Zach Poe, his brother. Take the first. Not in time though. JT Pinnock, infield single. To get things going for our Hornets. Good job by JT. Just coming out of the box right there hard. Making make a play. Made a good throw, but hey, took a little too long. Yeah, that, that chopper actually went high. And talk about the turf playing so fast all the time. That one, it actually it slowed down. There was a high bounce, and that's one thing about the turf. It will make the ball yep. bounce higher off contact, and that played out well for Pennick. So Pennick always a threat to steal. That'll bring up Kyle Lovelace, who had two RBIs last night in, in his performance. And what, what was great in the RBIs, it didn't even come off of, of, of hits that were just beautiful. It right. was him throwing the bat out there, just trying to make contact. <laughs> And it went through the uh, into the right field on a gap both times. Lovelace went two for four last night. Two RBIs driven in, both on the singles. Pinnock at first. 1-0 pitch. That one swung on. Just barely tapped back to the pitcher by Lovelace. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Moving Pinnock up to second in scoring position. Yeah, that was a hit and run. No doubt. Hit and run. JT took off. Kyle just put, put the bat on it. And just make contact. Absolutely. Get JT to second base. Have a runner scoring position. And so Lovelace out there on, on the sacrifice, uh, hit and run, as you were saying. So perfect, perfectly played. You can tell it wasn't even a full swing. It's just one of those, let's just make contact with the ball. Bounce, a bouncer from Poe gets it away from the catcher. 
Who knows how many times we'll see that tonight. Pennick comes in with the slide. Pan's still clean because the dirt, uh, the turf not going to get you dirty at all here. But Pennick moves over to third. The Hornets are threatening early on. With Jesse Cravey now, he pitched a gem of a game last night. Hit well as well. He bats on the left side. Next pitch. Fastball. That one's driven high left center field. That one's moving quickly. That one's going to bounce. Hit off the wall. Cravey rounding first center fielder misplays it. He'll hold up in second. And JT Pennick comes in to score right away. The Hornets jumping out quickly to a 1-0 lead off a, off a Jesse Cravey RBI double. Good start. So Cravey really just saw, and as a hitter, you must you had to really like what you saw there. He jumped oh, on no man. doubt. I mean, no one, doubt. one oh pitch, and he Apollo uh, went right over the plate. Cravey doing a little bit of a uh, <laughs> got got right back at you kind of thing because uh, Kyle Poe sent one straight to left center field wall, basket on the first pitch, yep. and Cravey on the second one he jumped out to it. The short field here at Madisonville High School, 315 to left, 315 to right, 335 in left and right center, then probably about a 350 there, to, uh, 350 to dead center. Fastball high and inside to the number four hitter for the Hornets, Hunter Mayo. Mayo on the season, a 231 hitter. With the run driven in. 1-1 one, one count, that one swung on, that one sipped into the netting as well. The count moves to one and two with one down. The Hornets, as we said, early lead. And what we said is going to be a pitch and duel and a battle of the no pitchers. Doubt. But you know what? The, with the dangerous bats of Massonville, they can very easily come back um, and, and quickly, too. I mean, they have, what, seven hitters, 350 or better, and four of those in the 400s. Yeah, that's, so, uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Just a bit, but the count, two and two after the fastball was high. But, hey, the way we've been swinging the bats these last two games, hey, it's crazy, too. Absolutely, so. absolutely it is. And one of the craziest stories was Zach Pierce. <laughs> the 2-2 pitch, Mayo caught looking on the strikeout. Mayo thought that was a little bit outside for his taste, but umpire disagreed. So one down, first strikeout of the game for, for Kyle Poe. And Zach Pierce, the guy we were just talking about, one of the crazy stories here within the last two games the district comes in, and that now he's just hitting just awfully ridiculous. First pitch swing and fastball high. Pierce chased that one. Pierce, uh, in the 15 games played, uh, not even that many at the plate. He's batting 615, 13 for 18. So that's crazy. Uh, yeah, you'll take it. Uh, you'll take it to say the least. He's hitting right now. He'll be on the mound in a moment. Oh, one pitch is fouled up, going high. Will it hit the cars? Nope. That one. It's gonna be something to hit the car. Yeah. No doubt. Insurance cover that? Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, maybe the school can pay for it, right? Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 0-2 pitch. About to be on the way from Pierce with Cravey at second base. Pitch coming. Basketball low. Count moves 1-2. and two. With two down. And as we said, Hornets with an early 1-0 lead. Always love hearing that, though. Oh, yeah. seeing, seeing how uh, seeing how they come out with a quick start. Pierce hits one high in the air. Right field, right fielder Alan Jaramillo trying to get under. He'll make the play running into foul territory, but that's the third out of the inning. So, Hornets retire. We leave Jesse Cravey stranded at second, but not before Cravey can hit an RBI double to score. JT Pinnock here in the first. The Hornets lead 1-0. to zero. This is the first Bank and Trust first inning. We'll be back in just a moment. Hudson Hornet playoff baseball here on the nest. Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. 
and there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simple League checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. Real Graphics is the place for your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to bring your idea into reality. And our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt idea. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back, Chris Simmons, Audie Clary on the call with you here tonight at Madisonville High School. Hornets with an early 1-0 lead, and we're just getting things underway. And the senior, Zach Pierce, who's been a hitting phenomenon uh, for the Hornets here in the last, you know, seven, eight games that he's been uh, been actually batting for the first time in two years. He now takes the mound, and Pierce coming in tonight with a 1.06 ERA and an opponent batting average of just 184. Audie, you were saying pregame in your stats. Uh, I loved I loved the stat right here about the earned runs. Tell me what that one was again. Uh, 1.06 earned runs with 224 batters faced. Good grief. So, yeah, it, only eight earned runs in those 224 batters. And first pitch into Kyle Poe in there for strike number one. Pierce working with the sun right in his eyes as the sun's about to be setting, but we'll have to deal with it for about 15, 20 more minutes here. Pierce, another fastball. That one's a little bit too low to, to, to Kyle Poe, who's probably, who is the best overall player here on this Madisonville team. But uh, he can get he can very quickly uh, put one in a dangerous position here with the short fence. I mean, yeah, like last night, he, he hit a double that bounced off the belt sign, which is about 360. And as you said, the power alley's here is 335, so that ball would have been well out of here. So. So we'll see what we can uh, what we can do with it. Uh, Poe on the season batting 443, 510 on base percentage. A fastball, just a tad bit low. That was close. It was right on the border. Yeah, that was uh, could have went either way. So count three one. Kyle Poe, who last night went two for four with two doubles, also had two strikeouts. Three one count. Pitch coming from Pierce. That one's low in the zone. So Pierce opening up with a walk. And Poe, also a dangerous base stealer uh, for the Mustangs. He's uh, 17 out of 20 this season, loving to run the bases. This whole team really does. Uh, now Kyle Lovelace, uh, you know, as we always say, best catcher in 4A baseball. He has a heck of an arm on him. But yeah, Lovelace has a little bit of a challenge tonight working uh, with the turf. Everything's going to be sliding a little bit quicker. It's going to be moving a little bit more. So uh, we'll see what happens with Poe on first. And the next batter, Ben Phillips. 
Pillows went two for three last night, two singles, batting 364 on the season. Pierce showing uh, first pitch low, showing bunt as Phillips pulls it back in time to take ball number one. Hornets leading one to zero, bottom of the first inning. Runner on first. I imagine early on, Matheville just wants to test out the arm of Lovelace. Yes, he does. got him right there. Pick oh, we got it. Oh, just oh, missed, the right we missed the tag. Missed the tag. That's all it was. Missed Throw down tag. from first after after the strike was taken. Lovelace caught Poe way off, but uh, Craby couldn't quite make the tag as uh, not because it was an off throw or off tag release because Poe slid out outside to getting back to first base. So a pretty smart slide on, on his yeah, part. Yeah, that was a good slide, but I mean as a as a first baseman with a throw like that, you have to make the tag every day. Yeah. So one one count. Pickoff move from Pierce back to first. Not going to be in time. And so I'll tell you what, though, Lovelace will keep you in check. He'll, he'll no keep doubt. you close, and you better be committed to going if you're going to go, because <laughs> if you hesitate for a second, you're, you're done. You're done. One one pitch. Bunt being shown by Phil. Lay it down. Oh, Lovelace yeah. threw it down the first. On, on the throw to first. It's kind of tricky. That was, that was very much I mean, intentional. He was acting like he was going to go back, took two hard steps back, and Kyle did nothing wrong. I mean, he threw it first base. Just. That, He's got a little bit of speed. Guaranteed that's exactly what happened. Is Kyle Poe baited the throw over to first, and as soon as it was thrown, he took off the second yeah. and put Cravey in an impossible situation yeah. trying to make that throw down. So Kyle Poe now on second. One-two count. Pitch coming to Phillips. That one's driven center field. Oh, Connor yeah. Richardson oh, moving no. back. He'll get there. Poe not going to try to move because the gun of Richardson, that was a nice throw. very nice very throw. Nice throw. And that's even a statement throw as well. Even though Poe's not running, just just let them know, hey, I got an arm out here. You don't want to try anything on yeah. me. It's it's a, it's a nice statement. So after the, the F8 from Ben Phillips, Darren Blakely will step up now, batting in a three spot with Zach Poe on deck. Zach Poe, the third baseman uh, and brother of Kyle Poe. So Blakely will step up with a 420. He's another one of these 400 guys. So 426. Average last night with one for two with a walk. Count one, oh, the pitch from Pierce. That one swung on, tipped back into the fencing. Not really the fencing, the netting, yeah. if I want to be, you know, completely technical. <laughs> nice night. Sun's almost out of out of the way. It's still got a little bit more left. and. I think it's actually down enough to where it's not in Pierce's face, but it's the only person that's affecting really now is if Richardson in center and Duke Jordan in left. Yeah, that's a tough way with sun right in the face. Oh, looking at third base as well, Hunter Mayo's got yeah. it. Pickoff move to second. Pierce not going to get the throw there. Pinnock tried to do a little bit of like a, <laughs> one of those yeah. spin tags or yeah. something. <laughs> Just made, made it look fun and creative out there. Mixing it up a bit. It's an 0-1 count here to Darren Blakely. As, I, as I imagine, Massonville, they're in a winner-go-home situation, so they're going to pull out all the stops, do oh, yeah. whatever they can, and seeing it with an uh, intentional base running play like that. Because you know that was drawn up. You know that oh, was the sign no given, doubt. hey, do this, 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 and this, and hopefully draw the throw, and that's exactly what happened. No doubt. It's almost using Kyle's strength against him to a degree right. and saying, hey, he's got such a good arm, let's try to bait him back to first <laughs> and then we'll go on second anyways. But Lovelace won't make the same mistake twice. 1-1 one, one count. That one's low in the dirt, low in the ways for a 2-1 count now. So we're just getting things underway. Bottom of the first inning with one out. The Hornets leading 1-0. I'm Chris Simmons, joined by Hornet alumni Audie Clary. The 2-1 pitch. Curveball, nice pitch from Pierce. 
<laughs> had Darren Blakely way out in, on, in the front foot. The count even at two and two. The student section showing up strong here, even on the road, man. No doubt. They're, they're the best. They make gonna, the broadcast sound show. even better. They show up. Uh-oh. Pickoff move here on third. Got Poe in a bad situation. Poe now. Oh, my gosh. Come on, guys. Making the tag is Zach Pierce. Pierce able to make the tag as Kyle Poe got caught in the rundown between second and third after the pickoff move. There's a little confusion there. The, the umpire for uh, the um, uh, the coaches for Massonville uh, begging for a, begging to say that Pierce dropped the ball after the tag, but Pierce had already made the yeah. made the tag and was taking the ball back to his hand to run back to the mound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so not really even a contest there. I didn't see the move. Was it an inside move or a spin move? It was a it was an inside move okay. uh, back to the bag. Next pitch that one's popped up high. I've lost it in the sun. I don't know where it's going. Lovelace sees it though. Right in front of us here. He'll make the play. And there we go. After Massonville threatening early on the. The Hornets set him down. So Darren Blakely with the pop up there. The, the one, two, three hitters all go down after initial walk. We caught him on the bases with an error. So uh, we'll be back. Bottom of, uh, second inning coming your way. We just wrapped up the ball by the first. The first making trust. Uh, first inning, and the Hornets leading one to zero. We'll be back with more playoff baseball here on the Nest. When you are looking to plan your financial future, seek out the expertise of none other than Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group. Offering solutions that include 529 college savings plans, life insurance, and retirement plans. Brad Morris can work with you to find exactly what you need. Give Brad Morris with the Advanced Financial Group a call at 936-634-3378. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Soundtex designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtex provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtex is online at soundtex.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. And welcome back here tonight. Top of the second inning at Madisonville High School. Chris Simmons, Audi Clary on the call with you. The Hornets with an early 1-0 lead off of an RBI double from Jesse Cravey. Scoring JT Pinnock in the first inning. Duke Jordan, Weston McKinley, and Austin Woods representing the 7-8, uh, 6-7-8 positions in the lineup for the Hornets due up this half inning. First pitch taken uh, to the, by the man-child, Duke Jordan. That one, next pitch is way foul. Goes up high, going to land back in the football stands uh, behind the field here as you just saw. I mean, even on a foul ball, it just, sound, it just sounds it just different when he comes off his bat. way different standing this close. <laughs> and as, as we're hearing our mic picking up very well uh, for you, so you'll know before we can even say there's a hit, you'll know by the contact. Probably <laughs> You'll know if it's a home run or not before we can even spit out a, a word. 
counts one and one. Pitch from Kyle Poe. Ah, Check swing by, by Jordan. He he did uh, go around. I'm trying to hold up. I don't know about that one. I don't think he went around. It was tough. Uh, I, I don't think he went around, no. but umpires uh, disagreed. One-two pitch from Poe. That one's at the knees for ball number two. Low one inside. Count even now. Two and two. And the mic's so good, you can even hear the wind of the on-deck batter swinging the bat. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we try to make it as real life as we can. A shot hit about to the shortstop, hit by Jordan. Jordan in safely, first base, infield single for him. Thomas Hudson, the shortstop, not able to make the play. He comes up uh, hurting uh, at short, just kind of maybe that's a maybe mm. something. Is it like a turf burn or is it something that maybe well, no. could be more than that? I don't know. Looks like a little more than that. And so he's he's in a little a uh, little bit of uh, of pain. The coach coming out to, to see him. Jordan reaches first on the infield single. Three hits on the game now for your Hornets. Maybe a wrist looks like wrist or shoulder maybe. And and as a as a confidence booster for our team, as, as the coach is still t- taking care of Thomas Hudson there at shortstop, as a confidence builder, you know you're going against their number one guy. Right. Uh, you know they're going against that one. And seeing that, that we've already got three early hits in the first uh, first what six batters, right. uh, that's got to be a confidence booster, right? As a team, right? No doubt. I mean, you come out here and you bang out three hits in the first two innings. I mean, it's. It's impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like last night. We didn't have a hit until I think it was the fifth inning. Well, no, it was before that. There was there was one hit in the second. There was a one hit in the fourth. Let's see, so we went two we, innings there without yeah. a hit, and now we've strung a hit together in both innings. So that's that's good. That's a good sign for later on in the game for sure. Just seeing the ball well, and here's the thing: anybody tonight going to get a hold of one can very easily see that thing. Uh, we might see one fly out because it's just such a short fence. Right. Uh, Three fifteen. That's just like it uh, down in Houston at, at the Astros Stadium there in the short porch. Yep. Uh, it's it's right there for them. now. No, we don't have a wall. Right. You know that right. that high up like what they have with the uh, copper boxes, but short porch to left and to right. Uh, higher bit higher fences against the left center and right center than about three fifty to dead center. That'll bring up now Weston McKinley playing right field, who, uh, as you look at the flexibility of this team, it's crazy how when you get to playoffs and you see uh, what guys are hot, what guys aren't, and you're seeing shifting. Weston McKinley is no more number, number four hitter in the lineup right. for the Hornets, but because of other hot bats, not that McKinley hasn't done well, but McKinley now in the seventh spot, that's that's even more of an asset for the Hornets. McKinley likes that one, right center field, driven in the back, air. Back, 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 back. Nice catch made by Darren Blakely. His throw to first to try to tag up. Jordan not going to be in time, but McKinley saw the, saw the ball well, it ripped yeah. in the right center, but a nice play made by Blakely. Put a good piece on it right there. I mean, when you get moved down on the lineup and you do that, I mean, that's that's good. One of those things that you're just like, my goodness, it's, it's always uh, tough. To, I, I would hate that as a batter. Make finally, yeah. finally some good contact on it, be robbed of a hit. That's got to just be annoying. Or sometimes it feels good. I mean, Does it really? Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, you're, you go in a little slump there for a while, and you make good contact. and uh, Awesome Wood swinging the first pitch. He sees chopper hit the short. Coming in is Thomas Hudson. Seems to be all right after the injury. Throws it over to first to Sam Parak. And makes out number two, but Duke Jordan able to advance over to second on the fielder's choice. So now Connor Richardson, the number nine hitter, playing center field for the Hornets, who just has wheels. Just let him make contact. He's yeah. going to reach base. If he doesn't strike out, he's, he can get on base simply uh, by using his speed to, to get him a ton of infield hits. First pitch, a high fastball. He'll take a cut at and miss yeah, for strike number one. His speed is deadly. We seen that last night. I mean, he stole two bags and two innings. I mean, it's, it's pretty good. 0-1 pitch 
to Richardson. He's able to lay off in that one. Show the restraint. Even count. One and one. Runner on second base. The catcher, Will Hudson, going to come out and talk with Cal Poe. We'll take you around the rest of the diamond for the Mustangs of Madisonville. Sam Perrick at first base. Ben Phillips at second. Thomas Hudson at short. And Zach Poe at third. Going outfield from left to right. It's Casey Williamson, Darren Blakely, and Alan Jaramillo. So Richardson batting on the right side. Pitch coming to him. That's a fastball. Mm. Yeah, must have got the outside corner on that one. Make the count now one and two. So one, two, Duke Jordan on second, two down for the Hornets. We're leading one to zero. Richardson took a fastball. Wow. Got the inside. Richardson didn't take a cut at it. And so that does it for the Hornets there this half inning. Got one hit, but not able to push a run score uh, run across. Duke Jordan stranded at second. We'll be back bottom half the second inning. The second inning is brought to you by Real Graphics and Lufkin. Real Graphics, we do it all. Design, web, print, T-shirts, uh, vinyls, banners, everything you can imagine. Talk to Real Graphics. Chris Flanagan and those guys awesome will take care of you. So we'll be back with more Hornet playoff baseball. Going to the bottom of the second. The Hornets leading 1-0 to zero here on the Nest. Soundtext designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtext provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtext is online at soundtext.com. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. And welcome back. Bottom of the second inning with the Hornets leading 1-0. Zach Poe, Robert Colbert, and Sam Parak. Do up this half inning. Zach Poe first. Uh, Zach Poe up first, and uh, brother of the pitcher Kyle Poe. Zach 0 for 3 on the night with a strikeout last night. Next pitch, Pierce able to get two pitches in here. As we saw, him somewhat struggled with his zone there in the first inning. Uh, kind of uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic. Eight strikes to six balls. Yeah. And so he's going out with quickly two strikes here. 0 2 count. Fastball that's swung on. Hit well foul. Where's that one going to land? Boom! Right off the truck. I think that was Coach Eby's. <laughs> At least it landed in the back, not the windshield. Didn't? Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll hear the shatter uh, if that were to actually ever happen. But now we'll try it again. 0-2. That's a curveball. Bounce very awkwardly. And that's something that, that, that Pierce just slipped off the mound on that one. But we're going to see this. Uh, as the pitches bounce early, as that happens, Kyle Lovelace is going to have to make uh, make some adjustments from, from being uh, in the dirt like normal at home. Yeah, because the ball, you know, in the dirt, it'll stay down a little bit more. We're on the turf. Turf's a little bit more bouncy, and the ball shoots off of it a little more. It'll be a little bit tougher to block. So the one-two pitch coming from Pierce now on the mound. That's another ball in the dirt on fastball. A little bit too low, and Poe slowly working himself back in. He's a 370 hitter with a 489. 
uh, batting average all year long, two home runs, and uh, making making sense now the fact that Madisonville has so many home runs on their team, seeing the distance of their field. Wow, that's a shot hit over <laughs> into the dugout of the Mustangs. But they're all able to, to uh, how close you got to pay attention over there? Uh, pretty close sometimes with a certain hitter up there. With a certain, <laughs> I tell you what, sometimes that can just catch you off guard if you're not paying uh, close attention. And uh, it's funny seeing y'all scatter. I mean, that's the y'all because that wasn't for me. I'd be the guy that's over there talking because I like to yeah. talk for some reason, and it's just coming jibbly right in the head. Two-two pitch again from Pierce. Fastball a little bit too high for umpire's taste. The count goes full after being after being an 0-2 count. Now, um, as a hitter, Zach Poe able to work himself back into it uh, and get the count full with three and two. The pitch coming now from Pierce. That's a fastball low. That'll bounce. Second walk of the game now for Zach Pierce. And as we're saying, just a little uncharacteristic of him with, with his control. We're not seeing him at his sharpest right now. But uh, tell me what happened with that center game in the extra innings. And you saw you saw Pierce get into it slowly. Yeah, like uh, he started off like he is right now. You know, he was kind of all over the zone. He, he threw a few strikes, a few balls, <clears throat> walked a few people. But... About the fourth or fifth inning, he got it figured out and went back to the old Zach Pierce, the one, one point oh six. Yeah, yeah one point oh six. That Pierce, that, that Pierce. Yeah. Uh, the one that allows eight runs on two hundred and twenty-four batters to, uh, face total. So runner at first, that runner is Poe, Sam Parak, power hitter for the Mustang, showing bunt there, of all things. Wow. But this guy showing bunt on the year, four home runs crushed. I'm just trying to get some runners in scoring position. Pardon me, not going to be, let's see, that's why, because it's not Sam Perak, it's Robert Colbert. Okay. I, I was curious on that. I was like, wait a second, what is what is that all about? Colbert bats in the five spot. Bunt being showed, can't lay it down successfully. That one goes foul. So the count moves to one and one. 468 hitter on the season, but that's, that's like, even though it's not Perak, he didn't have the same power as Perak, he's still batting 468. He's I mean, actually the leading average person on the team. That's that's impressive, 468 on the year, all year long. I mean, you're hitting the ball pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that's consistent. That's not just yeah. one or two games. I mean, that is that's game in, game. game out, all 27 to 30 games being played this season. 1-1 one, one count, not going to be a, uh, a pitch. It's going to be a pickoff move to first, not in time to Cravey. As Poe gets back safely. Colbert last night, one for three overall with one strikeout. Took a, had 11 walks this season as well as 11 strikeouts. Pierce could use one here for him. Fastball, that one's low, make the count two and one. Pierce yet to get a strikeout so far, but hasn't allowed any runs. The score is one to zero in the bottom of the second inning. The Hornets, the away team, obviously here on the road in Madisonville. With Chris Simmons and Audie Clary on the call. Audie makes me sound about 25,000 times smarter than what I really am. That's that's always nice to have. Appreciate you being on. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Another pickoff move to first from Pearson. <laughs> 2 1 pitch from Pierce. Curveball. Wow, nice pitch. Had Colbert guessing on that one. Really. Out in the front on that one, just just a bad-looking swing in general. Yeah, I mean, he kind of had it fooled there. I think he was looking <laughs> fastball, and he flipped him off speed pitch. And <laughs> Cause he's looking fastball because the fact that the Pierce has struggled with his own a little bit here to this yeah. point. Just a, I mean, not hasn't been awful whatsoever, but just, just struggled. Not the normal Pierce that we've seen. Fastball high, making the count full again. Four batters now that we've seen get to a full count. 
But Pierce can throw that curveball for strike. It's not a waste pitch. It's not no. just trying to get you to chase. He'll put it in the zone and challenge you to hit it. And so far, hitters just haven't been able to do that. Right. He hasn't been able to do that. I, I was just seeing the pitch before. I mean, like you said, it kind of made him look like a fool there. <laughs> So the count full, nobody out, bottom of the second. The Hornets leading one to zero. Robert Colbert, the batter and the pitch coming yeah. to him. That one swung on in the dirt. Gets by Lovelace. <laughs> Colbert's trying to take off down, down oh, yeah. the first base line. But unfortunately, there's a runner on. It's a base occupied. Can't advance right. on the pass ball anyways. But uh, Lovelace did enough to stop that one to keep the runner from moving on to second, which is which is huge. Every base is so important. Every 90 feet, such a vital deal yeah. right here tonight. I'll tell you, that air horn kind of hurt my ears. I wish they would not do that again. <laughs> I think I've got your, your headphones turned up much louder than mine. Because um, I heard the same thing, and I'm, that mic, our mic is very hot. It's, yeah. a, it's a directional mic hitting right at home plate, so that's how we're able to make it make you feel like you're standing right behind Kyle yeah. like in that umpire position. Runner on first, though. With one out in the batter now, Sam Parag brings tons of power to the play. Four home runs hit this season, 21 RBIs, only a 270 hitter. But when he makes contact with it, it goes a long way. His pickoff him to first, very close. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of getting a big lead over there. So, might see some motion maybe. Wouldn't think so, but you never know. Wouldn't think so, but on the year, um, Zach Poe, the runner at first. Couple stolen bases, so... Um, five stolen bases on the year, in fact. So uh, once in a while, he will take it, uh, take the opportunity to do that. Coach Fitzgerald going to come out, talk with Pierce on the mound. Try to tell him just to uh, shake this one off and get yeah. and, and just get back into it. You know, just kind of relax. I mean, it kind of looks like he's kind of kind of tense up there a little bit. He's trying to place every pitch, I yeah. feel like. Instead of just rear back and throwing it, right now it's more in his head. He's just wanting to, hey, let's try to get uh, get this one in the zone, make it work for us, make, let, the, let the ball work for you. You just throw it yeah. like you know what to do, and uh, don't try to place it, pitch it. Right, he's, get it in he's just trying to be too fine with it. He just needs to throw it in there. Just hit his spots, play catch with Kyle. Pretend there's not even a batter up there. I mean, you're one game ahead. You got a 1-0 lead in the second. Why not? Just Why go not? right at him. You Why know? not? Just go for it and uh, shake it off. And that's what we've seen Pierce. And that's what he's been. He's been resilient all year long. Even when he's had a slow start uh, from the mound, kind of struggling in different areas, he's able to shake it off and get into it. And that's exactly what happened at center, which was so huge in that 11-inning win. Right. 1-0 pitch. Fastball and Dirk does get by Lovelace, though. Awkward bounce there as, as Zach Poe will move on to second. That's unusual. It is, and that's the thing. It's, it's unusual for us. First time for Lovelace all season long playing uh, on a field with turf uh, at home plate. Instead of dirt, because you'll see a lot of these fields have uh, turf all over, but uh, a dirt plate and a dirt uh, on the mound, uh, not the case here. Just a little bit of dirt on the mound. I think that's dirt. Yeah, that's dirt. Okay. Next pitch from Pierce. That one's low as well. Count moves to 3-0. and He's fixing to turn it on. He's getting frustrated with himself. He's going to get mad. He's going to go throwing strikes. And that's the thing. Being a senior pitcher, he has tons of experience. He's been this. Oh, yeah. not anything new to him. 3-0 count. Fastball right down the pipe for a strike. Count moves to 3-1. and one. Sam Parag, dude. Look how big this kid is. Yeah, he's kind of like Duke Jordan, I'd say. Yeah, it's almost identical build except the fact that he bats on the left side and Jordan bats on the right. Next pitch from Pierce. That one's low and away for a ball. So another walk here. Not too bad. 
had a base open remember with a guy like that. You said he hit, what, four home runs? Four home runs four home year, runs, yeah. 21 two. RBIs. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. And yeah. It's, we got one out. On, so yeah. there's a force. We saw the Hornets turn a double play last night. Uh, the first two outs of the seventh inning. Yeah, base open right there. Don't give him anything he can crush. I mean, now you just set in the uh, set in the double play in effect. So now Will Hudson, number 18, uh, did not hit a whole heck of a lot this season. Bats 182 overall. And a few, just a few attempts. Not many notes on him. First pitch, a curveball in there for strike one. That's the pitch that uh, Pierce has thrown the best yeah. so far tonight. He's controlled the curveball all night long, so uh, we'll see if that uh, ends up coming more. Next pitch, fastball low. Man, it's consistently hitting for a strike. Right. I mean, but the fastball is just having trouble finding command of the fastball. Will, the catcher for the Mustangs, bats on the right side of the plate. Two runners on. Hornets leading one to zero in the bottom of the second. Pierce will step off the mound. So count at one and one with one down, bottom of the second. One run lead for the Hornets. Two runners on for the Mustangs, and Pierce will deliver the pitch. Curveball, that one's a little touch high out of the zone. Got to be careful with that, too, here. Yeah, the short fence, you can't leave the hanging curve. That could end up hitting the back of my car. <laughs> Actually, the back of my mom's car, so it wouldn't hurt me that bad, but I'm sure <laughs> she wouldn't appreciate it a whole heck of a lot. <laughs> 2-1 pitch, pickoff move to oh. second. Throw was way high, but a nice jump and snag by Jay-Z Panic doing his best, what, Des Bryant impression? Yeah. I'm guessing that was kind of, or Odell Beckham, one of there those one of those high leaping, not quite the same vertical as what the, those two guys have, but it was yeah. close. I mean, for a high Pretty school, yeah, we put it, whatever, <laughs> whatever, we'll roll with it. Just, just to call me an idiot, that's okay, too. Uh, I, I can laugh once in a while. So 2-1 count, and Pierce will come to the plate. Fastball, that one's well inside. Just having trouble finding it. He'll, he'll find it. I mean, 37 pitches through two. Yeah. Bottom of the second here. I mean, that's a little. I wouldn't. If I'd just seen this kid, I would be like, wow. You know? Right. But that's not like Zach. I mean, usually through two, he's probably at, he's probably at 20 pitches. Mm hmm. So. He was having to work through it here. 3 1 pitch. That one's popped up way high. That one's going to get out of play, bounce off the top of the roof of the dugout for the Hornets. The count moves full, three and two now. This is to get him a ground ball right here. Let the middle turn, roll it up and go in the dugout and get some more runs. So let's see what can come from it. Outfielder playing, uh, outfielder's playing deep, nothing over there, uh, over their heads, no doubles. Position infield pretty straight up. And the 3-2 pitch. Curveball. Yeah. Ah. Going to call that one outside. That one was close. But now all three runners on base via the walk for Pierce. He's got himself in a jam. So special runner going to come in now. Just for... Uh, for number 18, Will Hudson, the catcher. That runner going to be number six, Corey Shuck, who we saw come in and pitch uh, a couple outs last night, not even a full inning. But now Casey Williamson, the new batter, we saw him on the mound last night, had a chance to somewhat redeem himself after giving up those five earned yep. in the fifth to the Hornets. But the base is full, nowhere to put him. Hornets in a jam, Pierce having to work out of it. Third baseman playing in, that third baseman, Hunter Mayo. Fastball, nice Good. stop made by Lovelace behind the plate as, as a fastball bounced well early for Pierce. Looks like he's got it figured out already. 
Yeah, uh, Lovelace, uh, you see him, see him adjusting, and uh, he he knows what's coming into it. I talked to him. I yeah. said, Kyle, I said, Kyle, tell me the short version of what you got to prepare for tonight. And his short version is like four paragraphs and uh, th- <laughs> three chapters in each. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, pop up well high in center field, infield fly roll in effect. I don't know what that means. Audie, you know what the infield fly is? Yeah, infield fly is just a it's a pop fly hit to the infield. You know, they assume he's going to catch it. So. If he, you know, as a as an infielder, I was always taught to to fake it, to fake I drop it, and the guy steps off, you just throw it to the bag, you get the guy out. So I see, I see. But so on the, off of the base runner, so so it's an automatic out. So as a base runner, you want to stay on your back. Just stay. There. No matter what. You don't even just take off running. No, you, know, you just you just, just stay, stay there, right okay. there, stay playing, and then nothing can happen. I blame somebody from like my t-ball or pitching machine days. They, they told me <laughs> that this is just some very confusing rule because I have a, I have a feeling it can be comprehended. I right. mean, obviously people know. I'm just not the brightest crayon in the box, and I, I've come to realize that over the years. <laughs> and so that's that's why I get guys like you here on on the air with me. One zero count to the next uh, batter, Thomas Hudson, the shortstop. Oh, Fastball gets the low part of the zone, even things up at one and one. It's Pierce having to work. That was we didn't even mention the fact that great job by Pierce getting him to pop up yeah. there in that last at bat. Goes from a dangerous situation. Now you just gotta get a force out anywhere to get out of the inning. Next pitch is fouled up out of play. We'll go back and land on the football field once again. Some guys playing some flag football out there. Looks like old Zach Pierce now. Now he's starting to throw a lot more strikes. And sometimes that's what it takes is getting in that pressure situation, that crunch time where where you have to perform. There's no other choice. And that's that's what Pierce is here. One-two count, trying to get out of the inning. Dangerous situation for the Hornets. The pitch, fastball. Oh, man. Wow. Came in right at the letters, but this is going to be a touch too high for old Blues liking. That's that's uh, that's tough. That should have been a strike right that, there. That, yeah. yeah, that's belt tie. I mean, wow. <laughs> Two-two pitch now. Curveball swung on, hit in the air. Going to go up the middle. Out. Richardson will feel that he's coming home. Runner coming as well. Stop made by Lovelace. Throw down the third. The tag. Bye-bye. Got him. So Massenville able to make the score two. It's okay. Massaville able to score two on the RBI single from Thomas Hudson up the middle, scoring Zach Poe and Sam Perak. That's all right. The questionable call hurting the Hornets there, but tell you what, Massaville now with the lead, two to one as we move to the top of the first. This second inning uh, was brought to you by Real Graphics. Real Graphics, we do it all: design, web, print, T-shirts, you name it, they do it. Uh, check out the good guys at Real Graphics for any of your media and graphics needs. We'll be back top of the third in just a moment. This is Hudson Hornet playoff baseball here. On the nest. Hornet fans catch every game live or relive your favorite moments. Check out our new and vastly improved website, thenesthudson.com. Photos, archives, and live broadcasts can be found from the palm of your hand. Do it now. Check out the Nest Hudson, thenesthudson.com. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats at Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. Attention Hornet fans, it is taco time. 
Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crunchy, delicious, and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street, Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. We now move to the top of the third inning. The two runs coming in the bottom of the second for the Mathenville Mustangs to take a two-to-one lead off of what was a uh, an RBI single for Thomas Hudson there to end the inning. Runner got caught going to third uh, for the third out, but first pitch a ball taken by Pennick, low and inside. And the Hornets now in the situation they go from being up last time they were batting to now uh, now they're trailing. What's going through their minds here, Audie? Uh, the <coughs> You just can't get pressured. I mean, you're still one game up. You still have to keep, continue to play loose because worst-case scenario, you play another game tomorrow. 1-1 one, one pitch. That one's hit softly. Right center field. Will it get down? Oh. No, it won't. Wow. Head first dive made by Alan Jaramillo to make a spectacular grab out there in right field, robbing JT Pennick of a catch. Yeah, that was a pretty nice play there. And full extension, full out there. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there was no holding back on that one. He no. was all in. He had to go on that one. Now Kyle Lovelace, the catcher for the Hornets, did a good job in the sacrifice situation, the hit and run back in the first to move over Penning to get him in scoring position. But he's 0 for 1 on the night. Thought the pitch was a little bit low, but nonetheless caught in the zone for a strike. Hornet fans, none too happy with the call, especially after the call that was just not given to Pierce to the mound. Pop-up hit in the infield. First baseman trying to get under the hill, make the play, Sam Parrott. Record out number two. Man, that's, that umpire's kind of all over the place. I mean, he's from the shoe tops to the belt. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting to say the least. Now Jesse Cravey with two outs comes up one for one on the night with a double. And the first pitch, two, and fastball. Mm. Cravey saw that with that high fastball wow. coming. He took a big cut at it. That's, uh, I think uh, Kyle Poe got away with one right there for sure. <laughs> And so Cravey tips that one back. Cravey on, on the series now, two for four. Also drew a hit by pitch last night. As Cravey's going to call time here in the box, step out and come back into it. Hornets trailing two to one after two runs put up last half inning by the Madisonville Mustangs. Two runs coming off of three walks from Pierce on the mound. Fastball, that's a little bit low. Count tied up one and one. One one pitch now coming to Cravey. That's a changeup. Will Ooh. it get the outside corner? See, that's more of a strike than a ball. He caught. Yeah, he called him Kyle. That one's called. Yeah, that one's gonna call a little bit far outside. This third inning brought to you by Taco Casa. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Two one pitch. Swung on that one. Oh, that was crushed. We're gonna go foul. Man, I got excited on that one. You heard the contact. That's one of those that you hear the contact and it's like, man, that could be something. Yeah, man. He just. I mean, he just got a little bit out in front of it there. I mean, that ball hits fair. That's a that's a double for sure. So 2-2. Two, two. Next pitch. That's ugly pitch from Poe there. Not, <laughs> not even really. I'm not a batter, but that's that's not enticing. No. No, as a hitter, I mean, that's just him trying to get you a swing on a, on a 
as a, an attempt from our, our other spotter here. Good. Ball caught outside for Cravey. He'll take his base to the full two, uh, full count. It's kind of weird seeing him throw a knuckleball. Yeah, that's what we were saying. Our, our spot over here, we'll give him credit. Mr. Colby Hawks is sitting to our right saying, hey, guys, that, that was a, he's trying to make his boats look smarter, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean he's, he's got a little bit of IQ. I, on wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to everything he says. <laughs> Nonetheless, that's why the, the pitch looks so funky. <laughs> Cravey at first. First pitch here to Hunter Mayo. He likes it. Takes a big cut. It goes a mile up in the air down the oh, left field line. Williamson trying to make the play. Wow. Having to extend last second. Full arm extension. Reaching behind him, but he'll make the catch. And so Hornets will strand Cravey on the bases and not able to push across the run. So we're still trailing two to one as we move down to the bottom of the third inning. The third inning is brought to you by Taco Costa and Luffy. And we'll be back in a moment. Hornet playoff baseball here on the Nest. Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories. I'm Dr. Jeff Blast, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. Bottom of the third inning coming your way. The third inning brought to you by Taco Casa. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Zach Pierce still on the mound for the Hornets after giving up two runs uh, with three walks. Last half inning, he'll be working now against the top of the lineup. Kyle Poe, Ben Phillips, and Darren Bluffley. Things don't get any easy for this half inning. But the first pitch in there for strike number one, you got to imagine that, that zone might be extended out just a bit for him. It's somewhat of a, of a makeup from the from the last batter. Hopefully. Maybe not, yeah, though. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, fastball low and away for ball one. Pretty pathetic last thing. I mean, I know it's kind of harsh, but I mean, right. it's playoff. You can't afford to be that bad back there. Right. So, 1-1 one, one count. The pitch coming from Pierce. That's a fastball right at the knees. Strike number two. So, 1-2. Poe hasn't, just hasn't been fond of the, the zone at all. I don't think any game so far. 1-2 pitch. Pierce will shake off a sign. Now he's coming to the to the plate. Curveball. That one swung on. Hit over to second. Fielded by Woods. Coming to it. Oh, his left. Throws it over to Cravey at first for the out. Nice play by Goggles himself, getting it over to Cravey. That's a pretty nice play there. Yeah, we'll take it. I'll tell you what, it's a sliding play. It's also made on the turf. The ball's rolling a little bit quicker than normal, and so uh, not too shabby 
uh, whatsoever. Yeah, the ball rolls. You know, it rolls faster, but it also rolls rolls truer. It, it doesn't take the hops That's that true. would on the dirt. So you can go ahead and stay down. You don't you don't expect as many hops as, as you would on the dirt. That's that's a very valid point that only an infielder would uh, provide you. So Ben Phillips now steps up. 0 for 1 tonight. Went 2 for 3 last night at the plate. First pitch a strike, and there from Pierce who. Staying a little bit more true to form this half inning. He's yeah. finding the zone. He's he, he's hitting his spots. Hopefully that can continue to just build even more throughout the game. Next pitch, another fastball low and away. Phillips couldn't touch it. So now Pierce in control, 0-2. And one of the things I'm wondering what the sign is going to be here is going to be curveball, fastball, because uh, he's been controlling his curveball so well, but his fastball, Phillips hasn't touched yet. So I'd say fastball. That's what I would say. Let's see. It's just me. Pierce shook off the first time. Now coming with another fastball. As as you're a psychic there, predicting <laughs> that one. And I, I know you're a true psychic this time. You can't see any signs from the dugout this time like last game. I could, uh, I, I could tell if you were looking or not, but you, you can't even see it here. So one-two pitch now, a curveball. Chopped over to short, footed by Pinnock on the back end. Throws it across the diamond. Yeah. Quickly got it over to Cravey at first for the out. J.T. Pinnock, nice play. The junior shortstop for the Hornets. To retire out number two here in the bottom of the third inning, brought to you by Taco Casa. The Hornets trailing two to one with two down and the number three hitter Darren Blakely, 0 for one of the night, will step into the plate. Yeah, this ain't Zach Stone, no boss. <laughs> that's the thing. That's, that's that's more like Zach Pierce. That's more like him hitting the zone, hitting the spots, and, and, and controlling using fastball and curveball for for strikeout pitches. Uh, he can go either way with it, and it's um, he's very elite on the mound to keep hitters guessing. So Pierce working out of the windup. Gets the sign. Now he'll come to the plate. First pitch. High and outside for a ball. First, You had to jinx it on that one, Audie. I'm blaming you. Yeah. Uh, you had to say that. Then he throws <laughs> his first ball. <laughs> first ball of the inning. But the count 1-0. Next pitch. Fastball fouled out of play. Going to go back and that time not make it to, not quite make it to the football field. Just going to bounce off the track. As you know, if Craig was on the mound, he'd be he'd be upset. He's like, "Hey, somebody give me that ball, bring oh, it right back, goodness. and I, I want I want that same baseball to throw the whole game if I can." Yeah, I think he got that baseball back <laughs> at least five times in that inning. Oh, in one inning. Yeah. I mean, the whole I was talking to Kyle about it. He said uh, the, the Jesse he was try, he tries to pitch the same baseball the entire game if he can. Yeah, he'll try to find it and get it back yeah. and, and and use it. Hey, one of, if it whatever works because it whatever worked it worked last night yes, for sir. him. So one two count now. Blakely behind after missing the cur uh, a swing and a miss on the curveball from Pierce. The pitch coming. Fastball high, swung on, hit over to Woods at second. Bobbles it, throws it over to Cravey at first. So making a nice recovery is Austin Woods. And the Mustangs go down in order that half inning in the bottom of the third. We'll wrap up the third inning with the Hornets trailing 2-1. to one. We now move to inning number four. This third inning was brought to you by Taco Casa. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. We'll be back in a moment. Hornets trailing 2-1 to one here on the Nest. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Fuentes. I'm a board-certified orthopedic surgeon at the Texas Special Center here in Lufkin, Texas. I'm excited to announce a fascinating breakthrough in orthopedic care, the VSI or Vision Scope. This is a very small scope that I can place into either your shoulder or knee to help diagnose any problems that may be causing your pain. Here's how it works. You're completely awake, in my office, using a local anesthetic with minimal discomfort. You'll be able to view the entire procedure along with me. It's safe, practical, affordable, and takes literally a matter of minutes. 
You can return to work or school immediately afterwards. And as the only orthopedist in the East Texas area to perfect this device, please call my staff for an appointment to see whether VSI is for you. You can contact Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-630-88. You know the summer is coming right around the corner, which always brings up the question, what am I going to do with my kids? Well, look no further than the 2016 Summer Day Camp put on by Livewell Athletic Club. Give your kids the most amazing 10-week adventure that includes swimming, archery, laser tag, gaga ball, and brand new weekly field trips, and so much more. Incoming first graders through incoming seventh graders are welcome to attend any week or any part of a week. Registration is now available online at livewellclub.com. Live well, play hard, feel good. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. First pitch swinging before we can even intro you back again. Zach Pierce trying to beat out a... To get an infield single, but the throw made from Thomas Hudson. The backhand had to throw it a long way to the edge of the left field, going over to first to Sam Perek. Yeah, he's kind of tightened up his game today. He's made two nice, very yeah, two nice, nice plays. throws. And so Pierce retired on one pitch on the F6. That'll bring up Duke Jordan, the man child batting on the right side, has a single early on in the ball game. First pitch to Jordan. That one just goes straight into the catcher. The, the catcher now for Madisonville no longer is Will Hudson. The catcher is actually going to be number 19, Matt Rudis, who we have yet to see. Uh, didn't see much from him this whole season, but Jordan takes a big cut at the next pitch, swung and a miss, one and one count. Weston McKinley on deck, followed by Austin Woods. 1-1 one, one pitch from Kyle Poe. That one's inside for ball, so 2-1 count. Yeah, I think he remembers Duke from last night. I mean, late <laughs> inning, I mean, Duke hit that screamer in the gap. Oh, yeah. That's good. Wow, once again, Jordan putting that one down. Two for two now for Duke Jordan. So, we'll take it. Uh, Jordan just showing off, uh, showing off a very good bat here tonight. Two for two. Yeah. Overall, just seeing the ball well off of Kyle Poe. Uh, and the Hornets, uh, not that we're trailing two to one. We put up a run here in the first inning. Uh, then Massville came back with two of their own in the bottom of the second. So we've swung the bats all right tonight. It's, yeah. It hasn't been poor whatsoever. Now we just got to get. Uh, we're playing from behind, so you got to get these runners on and move them over however you can. A first pitch is swinging the miss for McKinley at the plate on a fastball somewhat low in the zone. I mean, how can you not swing at that though? I mean, right. Of course, you, you as a, as a hitter, you want to watch it, but as an umpire, as you have an umpire back here calling at your shoe tops, so right. So you kind of have to, to take yeah. whatever whatever's coming your way if it's remotely close. Next pitch, that one's well in the dirt. Jordan not going to try to move over to second. Uh, Rudis let that one bounce off to the left. <laughs> Coach Kibble getting a little angry at Duke because uh, <laughs> that ball in the dirt. If you see a ball going in the dirt off the turf, just take a gamble. Just take a gamble yeah, and go take for a it. Gamble. Next pitch, that one's in the dirt as well. But but he, another block, block, one, so. he, he did block that one. So the minute we say that, it's like, well, shoot, he just had a yeah, you know, pretty Makes decent look play. Like a fool. <laughs> I would never make you sound like that though. I wouldn't even tell him. You told him yourself. 
of the count, two and one. Jordan running on the on the swing and miss. Jordan, will he get there in time? Yes, because the ball went by the shortstop. Thomas Hudson couldn't make the catch on the throw from Ruse behind the plate. And so Jordan takes second. Count moves to, to two and two. Big spot right here. Big spot with a runner in scoring position, one down. Two-two pitch, fastball. That one's chopped over to short to Hudson. Get already. Hudson going over. They're going to say he's safe. Jordan slid into third safely. Got away from the tag from Zach Poe. You know, Audie, what did you see there? Because I, I thought, I almost honestly, I thought that was a clear out. What, what was it that he did? Well, uh, as a runner at second base, a ball hit to your right, you're going back. A ball hit to your left or right at you, you're going to try to take it. That ball was hit a little bit to, to Duke's right, and he took off. That's what Coach Kimball was kind of getting onto in there about. But uh, it looked like out to me, but. I mean, we'll take anything. Hey, we'll take, but Kimball was very adamant there. On, on there. Yeah. He was safe, so he must oh, yeah. have saw something that, that, that Jordan did. He slid past the tag. Next pitch swung on, hit high in the air by Woods in the left field. Jordan trying to tag. Will he get there in time? Yes. Touched that plate, Duke. Oh, he got it. He, he got did it. touch it. Yeah, okay. he got it. So Jordan coming in to score. I thought he bounced up. I thought he bounced up and didn't touch it. But I don't know if the umpire did the umpire ever actually no. make the motion. He, he'll he'll never he'll never call it unless uh, like say the, the catcher seen it and and the uh, pitcher saying, do it to he home. He just made the sign. Home, so he just made the sign. He saw those other guys. Hey, they didn't. He, it was very discreet. He, yeah. Whatever whatever this means. Yeah. I'm thinking, but hey, it doesn't matter now. The pitcher's already been yep. throwing the so, run scored. Run scored. Tied up ball. <laughs> That's that's nice job by Austin Woods. Absolutely, it was. I, not to mention, we got caught. Up, I got caught up, you know, watching at home there. But Woods able to get the RBI single or RBI uh, sacrifice there. Yeah, that was. Uh, he hit that ball pretty deep. Yeah, drove that one deep left center. So the game now scored uh, tied. Pardon my score scored up. That's how good I am here already. <laughs> tied up, two to two, top of the fourth. This fourth inning brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. Man, he he just. He needs to be really, really patient. Maybe th make him throw two strikes with your leadoff guy on the deck. Absolutely. I mean, JT's leading the team. Well, besides Zach Pierce, JT's the second highest batting average. So, right, kind of, kind of wanting to get up to the plate here, especially the way he's been hitting in playoffs too. So, here you go, Tom. Come on, man. I make it be a good kid. So three zero count. Richardson really has to take whatever. Uh, I mean, it has to be man. just perfect. It has to be just it has to be screaming, hitting. But there he took a pitch outside. Richardson gets on. So now speed on the bases. That's awesome. McKinley moving up to second. And you, uh, that, that's a good job. Get your leadoff guy back up to the plate runner in scoring position. The way he's been hitting it during the playoffs, like I said a second ago, you know, he'll, he's very capable of uh, putting another run across the board here. So runners on first and second. Leadoff hitter JT Pinnick up one for two on the night. Swing and a miss at the first pitch. He's trying to hit that one a long way. Yeah, he, he, took, he took a big cut. Yeah, he took a hat. So the count's 0-1 with two down. Tie ball game, two all. Pennant got to look for his pitch here. Poe going to come to the plate. Fastball high. Evens the count up, 1-1. One one. Pennant this year at the plate has done, a, he had, like you said, the highest average on the team, 291. Next pitch, swung, and that's chopped high to third, but right at the third baseman, Zach Poe couldn't bounce over his head. The Hornets don't get the lead, but we do tie things up at two all as we move to the bottom of the fourth inning. This fourth inning brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Luck, and we'll be back with more Hornet playoff baseball here on The Nest.
Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simple League checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Every fan at home right now is nodding their head and thinking back to the 80s, back listening to it. Uh, throwback, throwback Friday, I guess that was a make it a hashtag. Up for the Massville Mustangs here in the bottom of the fourth. Zach Poe, Robert Colbert, and Sam Perak. Zach Poe, not the pitcher. He's the third baseman that recorded the last out of the last half inning. Zach Pierce came more to his own form of that last inning for the Hornets. A curveball. Oh. A little bit too far outside to even count up at one and one. Man, that looked better than the last pitch. Yeah, it did. It looked, it, it did look good, but hey, you know, what are you going to do? What are we going to do about it? 1-1 one, one count. Pierce on the mound. He'll set and fire. That oh. pitch is fouled off into the netting. Count goes one and two. Yikes. One kid like that, take a hack like I, that. You're uh, holding your breath for a second for sure. A hack like that, a fence like this, a uh, <laughs> 315 over the left. It's like, whew, that's scary. But, hey, you know what? It's, it's a foul ball, so no harm done. The count moves one and two. Zach Poe at the plate. And the pitch, that one's in the dirt. I'm going to come right, roll back over here. No need for uh, Loveless to kind of make some kind of spectacular play with nobody on. Yeah. So, Zach Poe with 370 hitter on the season. Fastball coming in. That one's fouled off. Going to be go to the right. Head right for a vehicle that'll bounce off, off of it. And, uh, Mm. I don't think it left a dent. Oh, what's that? A Chevy? Built Chevy tough? Yeah. I was saying built Ford tough, whatever. <laughs> but what do you drive? I drive a uh, Toyota Tacoma. Ah, okay, okay. I love the Tacomas too. Me too. That's a free advertising for him. High and inside. Oh. Poe trying to fake a hit by pitch. You, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a nice little, little yeah. acting when job. You, when you see Lovelace coming up, thinking it was strike, getting ready to throw it around for a strikeout, right? You know it was. You know it didn't hit you. Close. It didn't hit you. So the count moves to being full. Pierce on the mound, and he'll set and he'll fire. Curveball, oh, yeah, got, got him on the check swing. Yes, sir. Hornet fans loving it here. 
tonight. The student section erupts. I'll tell you what, they're ready to jump on any player. Oh, they're ready to jump on them. They make any kind of move. They're any any somewhat disappointed. They're jumping and feeding off of it. They're like piranhas, man. Yeah, any any guy that tries to tries to act smart and stand up to the umpire, yeah. the guys are gonna. Student section is definitely gonna jump on. <laughs> Robert Culpert, the DH, gonna step in now. Struck out in his first plate attempt. Has a first pitch strike in there for an 0-1 count. Pitch from Pierce, another fastball. That's a strike as well, 0-2. And Pierce, he's starting to command the fastball, starting to put it where he wanted here after warming up for a couple innings. He's, he's starting to find the spot. Add about four to, to that from what, what we're at. 0-2 count. Score tied up at two, bottom of the fourth. The pitch coming from Pierce. Woo! I guess that's one of those things where from our angle over here, we couldn't quite see it, but it looked like a very, wow. uh, very, very nice pitch from Pierce. But nonetheless, count moves one and two. Curveball got him swinging on that one. Twice now, Robert Colt is set down by Zach Pierce. And that is Pierce's third Pat Penn punch out of the game. Got to get caught up here with Pat Penn. At Timber Country Real Estate, let him meet all of your real estate needs. Contact him by phone, 936-465-1234. Pat Penn, proud sponsor of every Hatton Hornet strikeout here on the Nest. Saw Pat the other day and got to chat with him at lunch and just saying, man, I love it when these Hudson pitchers get on the mound. They just seem to have so many strikes. Yeah. Uh, so many strikeouts, and I get a little bit more credit for it. So, <laughs> absolutely, you do, Pat. Sam Parak now comes up on first base uh, for on first base for the Mustangs. First pitch taken for a strike. Second pitch, Parak was guessing on that one, a curveball. Not even really that good of a pitch. It must have been teasing enough, and but now the student section yeah. is getting in play. Wow, yeah. Students I mean, listen to them. They just are, I mean, they're erupting right now. <laughs> and at Zach, I, I mean, I just think it's giving him confidence. Absolutely. And, and Parak is frustrated as well. So. Yep. Count. Swung on, hit up the middle. Oh, tough play. Can, can Penny get oh. to it? He made one type of play. Can he make the throw? No. Wow, what a stop, though, by Pinnock. Coming across the diamond, diving. Parak reaches on a single, but not because of a lack of effort from the Hornets. J.C. Pinnock just made a heck of a play. Ended up catching the ball about 15 feet to the right of second base. So really coming across the diamond well. Yeah, I mean, that was a uh, – that's a uh – if he made that play and got that out, that's probably a web jam in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, that's a web jam. He went no probably, kidding. I would say he probably went 30, 30 feet. Yeah. He, I mean, he was all the way on the other side of the bag when he caught the ball. I mean, that's that's impressive. <laughs> so now Will Hudson will step in on the right side. Runner at first base. Game tied at two. Fastball taken for a strike. I tell you, he's really found it. I mean, he, he's, he's definitely putting right where he wants it. No more of this inconsistency with the fastball, missing low. That's where he was missing most of the game. I'm not now, even going to say anything about what I said last thing. <laughs> 0-1 count. Another fastball. That'll get the zone. That's what you call a nice frame job from Lovelace. Yeah, that was a uh, – Lovelace I mean, that scooped ball, that one up. That ball hit the dirt. Hit the turf. It looked like And he it. Yeah. brought it up. And, uh, I mean, that just shows how much he can fool people with how good he is. I mean, absolutely. Count 0-2. Runner on first in the pitch. Curveball got him swinging. Lovelace will drop it. The Lovelace makes the catch anyways. Tags the runner, and that's how we'll do it. Zach Pierce getting three out. All via the strikeout here. That's his fourth pad pin punch out of the evening. We'll be back in a moment. This game is tied up as we move into the fifth inning. But first, 
We want to thank the Children's Clinic of Larkin for sponsoring that fourth inning of play. The Hornets are still tied up at two. Let's see if we can get some runs across here going to the fifth. That was our magic inning yesterday. Let's see if it happens today as well. This is Hudson Hornet Playoff Baseball here on the Nest. When you are looking to plan your financial future, seek out the expertise of none other than Brad Morse with the Advanced Financial Group. Offering solutions that include 529 college savings plans, life insurance, and retirement plans, Brad Morse can work with you to find exactly what you need. Give Brad Morse with the Advanced Financial Group a call at 936-634-3378. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC. Real Graphics is the place for your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to bring your idea into reality. And our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt idea. Dr. Dan Fuentes is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon practicing in Lufkin at the Texas Specialist Center. Dr. Fuentes has over 21 years of experience in the field. Speaking English and Spanish, Dr. Fuentes will meet all of your orthopedic needs. His office is located at 208 Gaslight Boulevard, and you can contact him by phone at 936-634-8800. Soundtex designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtex provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtex is online at soundtex.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back to Hardware Lineup Duo for the Hornets. Kyle Lovelace likes to hurt with his seats. He's hustling down the line after a slow hit ball in between first and second. Nice play made by Sam Perak to toss it over to Kyle Lowe on the uh, FPP. Uh, F, FP. PFP. I there got it mixed go. up. PFP. I'm just a rookie. I'm just a rookie. <laughs> I'm just a rookie. That's all right, though. But hey, nice play made it first there. And Lovelace was hustling down the line. And so now that'll bring it down number three hitter, Jesse Cravey. Calpo on the mound for the Mustangs of Madisonville. Cravey fastball just got under it. I'll tell you what, just any. I mean, a millimeter more. Right. And that thing flies out of here. Yeah, that's. uh. Like we've been talking about all series, there's been some lucky, lucky breaks, and that guy just right. got one because he barely. That's that's inches from being another double for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if he gets under that the right way, the power of Cravey can send that one, uh, send that one soaring. So, so Hunter Mayo went out, step up, over two and I with a strikeout, popped out to, to left field. The pitch coming from Poe. Good. I mean, he watched that. <laughs> I know that was a perfect pitch to hit, but you never. If some guys before you, if there's two pitches, two outs, you watch right. it no matter what. Next pitch. Called low and away for a ball. So 1-1 one, one count now to Hunter Mayo. Mayo bats on the right side. Next pitch, Ooh. that one's fouled into the netting. That'll ricochet around and go to where Zach Pierce can pick it up for the umpire. These guys are just barely missing these pitches. <laughs> and we're all over it. Wow. All I mean, over it's, it's just a matter of time. 
Poe only surrendering four hits so far in the game. Two earned runs. Ouch. That fastball is, bounces off the arm of, of Matt Rudis behind the plate. Is that eight or a nine on the jersey? Uh, I believe it's a eight. That's an eight, and that is uh, Will Hudson. Once again, we well, saw Matt no, Rudis. That's, that's not him. Will Hudson's okay. at shortstop. I'm, I, must, oh, that, well, I must be blind. So Thomas Hudson's at shortstop. Swing and a miss, though, for Mayo. So the Hornets go down in order there in the top of the top of the fifth. Fifth inning brought to you by Dr. Dan Fuentes of the Texas Specialist Center. We'll be back in a moment going down to the bottom of his Hornets set down quickly off another strikeout there from Kyle Poe. That's number three for him uh, this evening. We'll be back bottom of the fifth in a moment. Tied up at two. This is Hornet Baseball here on the Nest. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Hornet fans, catch every game live or relive your favorite moments. Check out our new and vastly improved website, denesthudson.com. Photos, archives, and live broadcasts can be found from the palm of your hand. Do it now. Check out denesthudson, thenesthudson.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Special Center. Let them meet all of your orthopedic needs. 936-6488-00. Dr. Fuentes, proud sponsor and the Hudson alumni of Hornet Baseball here on the Nest. It is a buggy night to say the least, dude. Looking yeah. up and you just see them. It is like a storm of bugs right above yeah. here by the lights all over the land and all over the table. I think I swallowed about two already. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. If I, if I focus on it, I could probably tell you how many, but I, uh, you know, I, by this point, I'm just like, let's just eat it for appetizer, give me some ranch chips to go with it, and we're fine. Casey Williamson, Thomas Hudson, and Kyle Poe, the 8 9 1 hitters, do up this half inning. Williamson takes the first pitch for a strike. I'll tell you, he's at 45 strikes, 25 balls. I mean, he's, he's worked his way back. really, really found it. Pierce now with the 0 1 count. Next pitch, that one's tipped into the glove of Lovelace. Pierce didn't need much of a warm-up there between the innings because, shoot, he was just out there just a couple minutes ago. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a really, really quick inning. So count with the 0-2. Hornets trying to win this one today to move on to round number three in the playoffs, regional quarterfinals, and the pitch. That one's a, a curveball, bounces well in front for Lovelace. The count moves one and two. Tell you what, these Hornet fans—they're something else. Yeah, they can be—they can be pretty rough at times. They can, but I mean tonight—they're awesome. I know the Hornet—the Hornet players gotta love it. One-two pitch, fastball. That one's in the dirt. Count a, moves one and two. As a player last year, when they did that, it just—it makes us laugh. It just lightens the mood, makes right. you loosen up a little bit. It just it's, makes you play better. You're not playing tight. No. So now count two and two. 
Basketball, that one's tipped back in the netting, just trying to stay alive is Casey Williamson. Williamson 0 for 1. Tonight, went 1 for 3 last night. Making a 1 for 4 with a strikeout overall in the series. Some quick math for you. Curveball, that one's oh, so on and slapped in the short right field. Nice piece of hitting there for poor Casey Williamson. Not trying to do too much with it. Instead, just put it in play. And it worked out for him. Hit number three of the ball game for Madisonville. So now Thomas Hudson, the shortstop, will step in. Hudson with the single back in the second inning. We've got no outs. Bottom of the fifth score tied at two. <coughs> Peterson on the mound. He'll deliver a bunt laid down towards first baseline. On a roll towards the Hornet bench. <coughs> Count moves 0-1. Hornet fans are actually strangely quiet. It's almost awkward to hear the, the silence now on the broadcast yeah. after hearing them just uh, chatting the entire time. 0 1 pitch coming from Pierce Bunt being showed. They lay it down towards the first baseline. That'll roll. That'll roll. Well, foul for Cravey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So runner at first base, that's Casey Williamson. The batter, Thomas Hudson. We're pitching with a tie ball game. Two all here, bottom of the fifth. 0-2 count. Pierce comes set on the mound. Pickoff move to first. And the best part about the student section thing is the fans don't understand that this is just something fun that they do. Yeah. And they bring it everywhere. Then our student section has already won. They've already won. Yeah, they've won. Probably the student section of the year the last two years at every sporting event. Absolutely. 0-2 pitch is fouled. Well out of play and a strikeout. So that's five strikeouts now. For Mr. Zach Pierce on the mound. That's the fifth Pat Penn punch out of the evening. Pat Penn, proud sponsor of... Hornet Playoff Baseball. Let's see how many words with P I can get in that sentence just then. And a proud sponsor of Hornet Baseball here on the nest. And now we're back at the top of the lineup with Cal Poe. Mm. Poe 0 for 1 with a walk. Stranded at third back in the first inning. We saw yesterday Poe just rip into a couple with two doubles and two strikeouts. Two for four overall last night. Pickoff move to first. Trying to keep Williamson close. He'll be back in safely. Yeah, he's definitely a dangerous player. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, he's got, what, what did we say, 17 doubles on the year after last night? Yeah, yeah, 17 doubles and just knows how to put it all around the yard. Yeah, definitely. Pierce comes set in the pitch. That's a little bit low and away for a ball. Is that a 1-0 or 2-0? I believe it's 2-0. I think it is too, but I'm not. Well, no, he picked off. He picked off. Picked off on the first one. First pitch, 0-1-0. Now a fastball gets in that bottom part of the zone. Tell you what, Poe has just not been happy with anything. No. And at some point, even if the zone is not particular to your taste, you've got to be able to adjust and yeah. and just roll with it. Just make an adjustment. I mean, the umpire is not going to change just for you, so right. you're just going to have to make an adjustment. The 1-1 pitch. That's a fastball low. Nice stop by Lovelace. Yeah, 
Count now two and one. This is Hornet ba- playoff baseball here on the nest. Chris Simmons, Audie Clary on the call with you. Happy with you on a Friday night. Hornets trying to get this thing cut short. Nike sends it out to a three-game series. Runner going. Curveball. Oh, that was tough. That was a tough pitch to try to throw him out on. Lovelace, the throw was extremely close. Casey Williamson able to get the stolen back. You don't see that often, but had it not been a curveball on the pitch, I mean, yeah. the, the, he got a good jump. Yeah, he got a good jump. The, the coach obviously knew uh, he, he was guessing curveball because you yeah. put a lot into it there, uh, taking the chance on Kyle. But the count moves to three and one with one down. Runner on second. Kyle Poe, the pitcher for the Mustangs at the plate, also hitting leadoff. Next pitch, a curveball. Will that come in there? Uh, it will not. It's a little bit high. Not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, with the base open at first, as we said earlier, not yeah, a bad thing. Not a bad thing, especially that guy, 17 doubles, hit two last night. I mean, it's kind of good to put him on there. So that's Pierce's fifth walk of the, of the evening. So Poe going to get a substantial lead now at first. Ben Phillips, the number two hitter, takes the first pitch for a strike. one count to him. This fifth inning brought to you by Dr. Dan Flintes at the Texas Specialist Center. Fastball. And then for strike number two. So Pierce now ahead. 0-2 in the count. It's funny, too, talking about the student section being so so loud and so so lively. I mean, Jacob Pierce, Zach Pierce's brother, is the, is the ringleader. <laughs> he's the ringleader of all of it. So he's just instigating as best he can. 1-2 count after that fastball is a little bit low. Bullpen action over there for for Massonville. I believe it's uh, Kyle Poe's brother, if I'm not mistaken. Zach Poe? Yes, number 11. Is that him? Yeah. Okay. That would be him. Next pitch is fouled off into the netting. So we'll try it again with a 1-2 count. Happy to be with you here on the nest. Always the most exciting time of the year when playoffs come around. Fans obviously love it. We'll see, see several here tonight. Even uh, even listening at the at the games, so yeah, right. it's always fun to be able to get to do this. One two count curveball. That one swung on. That one's fouled right at us over here. We'll end up in the hands of Coach Fitzgerald for the Hornets. And as we said in the pre, in the in the pregame show, Massville loves to run. Uh, out of their uh, their percentage this year, 47 stolen bases on 54 attempts, 87 percent effective. Yeah, not man. too shabby. No, not too shabby. But they haven't ran much. I mean, like we said earlier, I mean they're not a lot of scouting report earlier. Uh, Kyle and I, I think that's only the second stolen base they've attempted. So right. So not too bad as, as Zach Pierce gets another strike out there, swinging a miss for Phil from the fastball. Another path pin punch out. That's six on the night for Pierce. And Darren Blakely will now step up on the right side. If for some reason Nassau is going to the bullpen when we get back, we should tee off. We should tee uh, yeah. off because of what we saw last night. Curveball high pickoff move to first. Got him. Oh. Lovelace almost caught him sleeping over at first base. Kyle Poe nearly got caught. I'm not sure that the umpire got the call right because uh, he got he got caught. Kyle was way out on that. Yeah, Cravey uh, caught the ball before Kyle before the, before the runner got back. So man, he almost caught him on that one. What a gun from from Lovelace. And, and the crazy part is, is the runners always caught so off guard that that Williamson at second didn't even try moving to third on the throw. He was too busy watching the play. Fastball, the next one, fouled straight back into the netting. 
That was such a close play at first. Man, that I was thought crazy. two games that Lovelace would have two of those. Is, as you heard in the pregame show with the highlight reel, we heard that call. Yep. You know, because Lovelace just guns it down to first, and he did it yesterday with the left-handed batter. Up this time, it's right-handed, so he has a clear sight, and he's watching you the whole time. He's that all-seeing eye. Yeah, he's everything on yeah. the field. And he's definitely got Hawkeyes for sure. <laughs> so the count at one and one. Pierce on the mound. Time called by Blakely. Well, that's not uh, that's not Zach Poe in the the bullpen. And he's on deck. So that's number fourteen. Brandon Larson, who we haven't seen, we'll see. We'll see what comes from. You never know if they're trying to just distract or whatever. One-two count. After the swing and miss, Pierce with a chance to get out of it here with a tie ball game still intact. Two runners on, bottom of the fifth. The batter's Darren Blakely. Pitch coming. That one swung on, hit high in the air, center field. Richardson takes a step back, now two in. He'll square it up and make the catch. Pierce able to get out of it that half inning, not allowing the, the run. Madisonville will strand two, and so we'll move now to the top of the sixth inning, tied up at two apiece. This is Hudson Hornet, uh, playoff baseball here. On the next. Your special day should be all that you ever dreamed it would be. Located in Lufkin, Shelton's Place is the perfect venue for your wedding or special event. Overlooking a beautiful pond, Shelton's Place has a climate-controlled 7,400-square-foot facility complete with state-of-the-art sound, dance floor, dressing suites, gorgeous outdoor setting, and custom catering. For an intimate wedding, family gathering, corporate event, or holiday party, let Shelton's Place provide your guests with a memorable experience. Like us on Facebook or visit us online at Shelton'sPlace.com. Shelton's Place, making your special memories come to life. Attention Hornet fans, it is taco time. Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crunchy, delicious, and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street in Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Here now, top of the sixth inning. The sixth inning brought to you by Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Happy to be with you here on a Friday night. As the game's tied up at two, and the Hornets are hitting the five, six, seven hitters Zach Pierce, Duke Jordan, and Weston McKinley this half inning. First pitch coming to Pierce. Fastball, a little high out of the zone. Kyle Poe remains on the mound for the Mustangs of Madisonville. Man, his, this is bats has been outstanding. Next pitch, that one's popped up and out of play. 
And you gotta gotta remember with Pierce at the plate, uh, hitting so well. Six fifteen coming to the game tonight. He is zero for two so far, but a six fifteen average uh, in more than just ten attempts. I mean, he's. Uh, We'll lose him here on the statue. 18. 18, 18 attempts total. He's hitting the ball well. Several doubles, several RBIs driven in as well. Count one and one. The next pitch, fastball high. Count moves it now two and one. So with a two on count, Pierce looking to do something here with it. Pitch coming. At the swing and a miss. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little bit. That ball was a little bit down there. So now two and two. Pierce trying to get something going, trying to help his own case here on the mound, or help his case on the mound by being active yeah. at the plate. But Pierce will take the hit by pitch. He'll jog on down to first base. <laughs> so Pierce might be his first time he's been drilled. Let's see. Is that on the stat sheet? Yep, right here. No, that's gonna be that's gonna be his third time. Wow, he's a magnet. He's a magnet. Thirteen attempts and, or or eighteen attempts, make it twenty-one with the three. Yeah, uh, hits three good. Five, yeah, so. hits good. Pitches good and uh, takes takes balls. Plays dodgeball. Away, you know? He doesn't play dodgeball very well. <laughs> that, that's what we're seeing. Doesn't play dodgeball a whole heck of a lot. So, <laughs> so Duke Jordan now step up. He has a hot bat tonight. Two for two. Also scored the second run of the game. Hornet runs coming in the game off of, with a RBI double from Cravey in the first and then an RBI sack fly from Austin Woods in the third to get things tied up at two. Oh, Duke just got under it there, sent that one up a mile high up in the sky. Can the center fielder make the play? Yes, he will. That center fielder, Darren Blakely, charging in to record the out. I'm telling you, that ball, as high as that ball went, you know he was not <laughs> very far from hitting that a long way. Not at all. It was so close. So now that'll bring up Weston McKinley to the plate. So pick off, uh, pick off a tip. Not actually going to throw it over. Just to step off the back of the rubber. Does Cal Poe. Special runner in for, for Zach Pierce. That runner is Cameron Rackley. Coming to the mound now is Poe. Rackley, tons of speed on the bases, so always a threat. One O is your count. The one O pitch to McKinley. That one's inside. Make the count now, two and O. Hey, don't miss it here, bud. Don't miss it. Our field mic's picking up just everything, making you feel like Every you're right here. Thing. I love it. I love it, man. It makes you feel like I'm just right there at home plate. Hopefully the fans at home feel the same way. So the count moves to 3-0. Makes you, makes you miss it just a little bit more. <laughs> just hearing the popping of the glove or the, or the sound off the uh, off the bat. Uh, it, yeah, I could definitely see that. 3-0 count. And the pitch. Fastball. Oh, man. And he hasn't called that pitch all night. No, he hadn't. He scooted that, scooted that zone up just a touch. And he, he that. I'm not gonna say anything bad. Cause, right. I mean, everything's going good now. But I mean, you can't just go up there and call one pitch there and then go right back to being as inconsistent as you were at the beginning of the game. Three-one pitch is high and outside. That one wasn't even close. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't. You, 
by now you should have already established a strike zone. You should be already be like, hey, this is where I'm calling it, so you adjust to what I'm doing. And, and then him going up there and calling that, that just shows how inconsistent it really is. So Austin Woods will now come up. Runners on first and second. Runner is second is, is Cameron Rackley. Awesome Woods had that sack fly that drove that drove in uh, Duke Jordan back into fourth. So two runners, two runners on with one down. The Hornets in a, in a threatening spot. First pitch swinging for Woods hits that one hard down the third baseline and foul. Kimball able to jump out of the. Kimball's so stoic over there. Even if that one almost top, <laughs> uh, took off his head, he's not going to give you anything. No, he really doesn't show any emotion on the baseball field unless something really, really good happens or something really, really bad happens. Yeah, yeah. One, it's got to be a very, very much an extreme situation. Council one, the pitch coming. That one's in the dirt. Nice stop made by the catcher, Will Hudson. Will Hudson, brother, shortstop there. Thomas Hudson, who's actually made some really good plays here tonight after a couple of errors last night. 1-1 one, one count. And the pitch. Uh, Austin Will ahead of that one, fouled that one, and just tipped it backwards. So now the count moves to 1-2. and two. One two with Richardson on deck. Off speed taken outside for a two and two count. I'll tell you what, this could be huge here. Anything, anything oh outfield, it could be so huge for the Hornets uh, trying to convert because it's a much different situation. Hornets have done it with two outs, but if you do it with one, that just yeah. it's like a freight train. It just starts oh, yeah. rolling. Keeps rolling. As you seen last night, Kyle Lovelace got it rolling. Two two pitch swung on a miss though by Wood. The strikeout for Kyle Poe. He's on the mound just fighting for his team's life to stay alive one more game. And he'll record his fourth strikeout this evening. Looks like we got a uh, pinch hitter here, maybe. Yep. Roy Garcia stepping up. So Garcia will step in right side. Runners on first and second last night. Garcia drove in one of the runs on the sack fly. Bug just attacked me. Yeah. Just kind of dive bombed on me here. Man. Looking at, at the book. I'll tell you what. Right here by these lights, and we're just setting ourselves up for it. Yeah, but Garcia drove it in the sixth inning with the stack fly. The seventh and final run of the night. Let's say let's not do a sack fly here. Let's just get one in the outfield, get yeah. in a gap, and let's get some runs going. A little and nice single here. So umpire making his notes. This sixth inning is brought to you by Dr. McMorris for the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Uh, I'll tell you what, no better guy in the business. When, uh, when, Holly, when Holly and I found out we were first pregnant with Tatum, it was uh, no brainer that we were going to Dr. McMorris. And now, with our second child coming on the wave, just made the announcement uh, Dr. McMorris is the guy for us. And so, well, congratulations. Uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Pass ball by the catcher. Runners moving up to, to third and second. That's a big, that's that's a big, big spot for our guys. Man. This is, this is where you just got to say, hey, I'm going to do it. Go through the middle mindset, say, right. hey, I'm going to be this guy, and I'm going to hit it where somebody's not. And so Garcia batting the left side of the sixth inning, brought to you by Dr. McMorris. Garcia drives that one high in the air, right field, get out of play. But that one will get out, so count moves to one and one. 
we, we shall see Garcia having it's a tough spot. It's got to be a tough spot being a pinch hitter coming oh, off yeah. the bench. I mean, you're cold. You haven't been doing much over there. It's not like you're just doing cardio to stay warm. You don't have exercise bikes in there or anything. You're, you're coming off the bench and you've got to produce. You're expected to produce as well. So count moves 2-1 and one after that fastball was taken low. And a dangerous hitter for the Hornets, JT Pennant, coming yep. up next. So, yeah, uh, so Poe wants to try to take care of Garcia here, but he's not an easy out whatsoever. No. 2-1 pitch. That one's a little outside. 3-1 now. Garcia gets to take his pick at one he likes. Good situation here for the Hornets. So 3-1 now with two down. Hornets in a big spot. Can we produce the pitch? Ah, that one's tipped going straight back. It's okay. Cal moves the full. Let's build the, the drama up just a tad bit more. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> pitch right down the middle. I mean, 3-1, you're coming out of your shoes. and that, Absolutely. That's what he just did, so... Now three two, get a little, Shorten get a little shorter. Yep. And let's just put it somewhere. Yeah, just put it somewhere. If it's there. Three two pitch. That one swung on chopped high right, over boy. the third. Oh, coming in trying to make the play. Will he get there in time? Yes. Nice play made by Zach. Zach Poe. Nice play made by the Mustangs. We're still tied, going to the bottom of the sixth. This is a good one, folks. You don't want to go anywhere. Hudson Hornet playoff baseball tied at two. We move to the bottom of the sixth. Zach Pierce coming out for another inning here. We got to keep it rolling and prevent it from scoring. We'll see what happens in a moment. This is Hudson Hornet playoff baseball here on the nest. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Hornet fans, catch every game live or relive your favorite moments. Check out our new and vastly improved website, thenesthudson.com. Photos, archives, and live broadcasts can be found from the palm of your hand. Do it now. Check out The Nest Hudson, thenesthudson.com. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Welcome back. Now bottom of the sixth inning, directed by Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Zach Pope just made an awesome play at third base to prevent the Hornets from scoring on the force out there to end the inning. Takes the first pitch for a curveball for a strike. Zach Pierce on the mound finally getting to his groove. He's dealing here as of late. Hard hit ball to score. Filled on the back end by Penning. Throws across the body. Throws a strike over to, to Gravy to get the out. No problem. Man, I'm telling you, he's really show, he's showing out tonight. He is looking very he's, good. He's, he's feeling himself tonight. That's, that's good. I'm, uh, 
Tell you what, he makes it look easy. Take a couple step, a uh, couple steps back, at acting like he's on the turf field all the yeah, time. I really mean, made it to where comes up with the scooping throw all the way over. It was nice. Yeah, man, he's got a he's he's got a good arm. I mean, he's fooled he's fooled by people. So I mean, he's got a good arm. So Robert Colbert now the DH first pitch fouled off into the net. Unfortunately, that's going to hit off the net and bring all the bugs down, showering with it uh, for us here at the table. So 0-1. Colbert two strikeouts on the night. Pierce with six total. The pitch. That's swung on and missed. Now it's go to. And this is where Pierce is deadly. He gets in this groove and he just gets going. Slow start for him, yeah. but now he's rolling. And he'll go, what, the ninth inning like he yep. did in center. If, it, if this game were to go to extra innings. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. This is a lot of people here tonight at the ball game. This is a classic. Fastball low and away for a ball. Yeah, I tell you, pitch is all about rhythm. I mean, he, he's just finding the rhythm that suits him. He, he looks like he looks like really comfortable up there. And he's, like I said, he's thrown 63, ball, uh, 63 strikes and 34 balls. So he's really found it. Curveball in the dirt on the check. The little put on the first. Did he go? He did not. <laughs> he didn't, which he didn't. But uh, our student section wanted to know where was that call earlier against us. 2-2 now. And the pitch to the 464 hitter. Fastball high. Making the count full. This going to break the 100 mark. <laughs> so the score, 2-2. Two as we're here in the bottom of the sixth. Sixth inning brought to you by Dr. McMorris to the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. It's really not like Zach to be at 99 pitches through six. I mean, usually he's around the 70 mark. Full count, 3-2, curveball taken for strike three. He's out of there. He's going to go have a seat. And Hornet fans loving it here. With Zach's seventh strikeout of the evening, caught him looking. Gilbert didn't get the bat off his shoulder. Now he'll slowly walk over. More embarrassed than anything because he thought it was a walk. He threw the bat and started jogging halfway down the line. The student section let him know, hey, 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 hey. Now I'll the strikeout, not a walk. I'll tell you, <laughs> I love just, just, I mean, with this microphone and, the, and, yeah. and the, them being right here in our ear, you can hear these guys, and I can tell you right now, they're making a big difference for Zach right now. Yeah, Sam Parag's coming up to kill it now. First pick, uh, first pitch, he was, he swung out of his shoes trying to put that one over the over the light pole, but swung on and missed. Now the curveball in the dirt for a 1-1 count. You know, and, and as, as players, as you come back in the dugout and you're mad, you, you might throw your helmet or throw your back glove. 1-1 pitch, ah, yeah, that one's hit. Left field deep. It's a nice play made by Duke Jordan. Parak will sit down. One, two, three inning. Clutch pitching there for Zach Pierce and the Hudson Hornets. So we move on now. The final inning. This is what it all comes down to. The score two all and what is going to be a classic finish. We'll see who, which pitcher budgets first. We'll be back with more playoff baseball here on the next. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Fuentes. I'm a board-certified orthopedic surgeon at the Texas Special Center here in Lufkin, Texas. I'm excited to announce a fascinating breakthrough in orthopedic care, the VSI or Vision Scope. 
This is a very small scope that I can place into either your shoulder or knee to help diagnose any problems that may be causing your pain. Here's how it works. You're completely awake, in my office, using a local anesthetic with minimal discomfort. You'll be able to view the entire procedure along with me. It's safe, practical, affordable, and takes literally a matter of minutes. You can return to work or school immediately afterwards. And as the only orthopedist in the East Texas area to perfect this device, please call my staff for an appointment to see whether VSI is for you. You can contact Dr. Dan Fuentes at the Texas Specialist Center at 936-630-88. You know the summer is coming right around the corner, which always brings up the question, what am I going to do with my kids? Well, look no further than the 2016 Summer Day Camp put on by Livewell Athletic Club. Give your kids the most amazing 10-week adventure that includes swimming, archery, laser tag, gaga ball, and brand new weekly field trips. And so much more. Thanks for listening to Orient Baseball here on The Nest. Back, we're here live at Madisonville High School. Happy to wish you here. Top of the seventh inning. The one, two, three, do up for the. Oh, oh, wow! Oh, That's a shot, left field! Oh, JT Pinnock! Yeah! Oh, JT Pinnock crushed it! Bouncing off the back of the wall! And I'll, I'll tell you. Wow, did he get into that one? Wow. I thought that one was pure out of here. Wow. That one hit off the top of the fence. Wow. And bounced in. JT Penny, get it done, son. That gets me fired up right there. Wow. Just coming in. Coming in at that much confidence. First pitch fastball, you know, inner half of the plate. He just turned on it, showing what he could really do. That, that's that's great right there. For all of our users here joining us Facebook Live, you just missed a rip into left field for Pinnock. Lovelace trying to lay the bunt down here on the first pitch from uh, from Kyle Poe. JT Pinnock sent that one. It bounced off the top of the S there in left field. Thought I mean, that was out of here. That ball, I, that I, ball was probably hit about 325. I mean, <laughs> if you look at the S, I mean, it's right. going out towards 335. So it wasn't. 315, but hey, I'll take it. We'll absolutely take it. Runner in scoring position, nobody out. Game tied at two. Lovelace shows bump, pulls it back because the fastball was low in the zone. As we're here live, Chris Simmons, Audie Clary on the call with you tonight. Hornet playoff baseball at its finest here on the nest. They said, Pennick the runner at second. Jesse Cravey on deck. Cravey, uh, Lovelace trying to lay the bunt down. He'll get it down to third. Will it move the runner? Yes. Poe makes the play. Oh! And a boy! And a boy! Wow. Wow. That's a turn of events for you, folks. I'm not even going to try to talk over the crowd here as, as Kyle Lovelace laid down a bunch. The throw to first was Aaron. Goes far off, able to score, J.T. Pinnock. Number eight, Cole Giesing will be a special runner now for Lovelace. And Pinnock able to score the score now, three to two. Man, I'll tell you, that, that was a great job right there. That absolutely is. The coach from Asheville coming out, talking with Kyle Poe. That's got to be uh, a momentum killer. 
He's upset. He's coming off now. Brother Zach Poe will come on and start warming up the Hornets, though. As we head into the top, we're still in the top of the second. Nobody out. The Hornets still aren't done. We've got Geesling on second. And here's the thing. As a Hornet, you've got to be excited. There's a ton of momentum in the place right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can hear the fans right here. I mean, uh, JT leading off with a, with an outstanding double, and then Kyle coming in, moving the runner over, and then a turn of events, made a bad throw. Hey, you got a runner at second base, no outs. What's, what's your heart of your lineup coming up? This is the guys you want up. You have Cravey, Mayo, and I think Jordan, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that's just who, that's just who you Cravey, want. Cravey, Mayo, Pierce, then Jordan. Pierce, so, well, even like, better, Pierce. Even, even I mean, better with Pierce with, with what he's been able to do. And so thanks for joining us at NatsHudson.com. Just went live on, on the Facebook live stream. Happy to be with you whichever way you're watching. You're watching uh, the new pitcher uh, for uh, the Mustangs of Madisonville, Zach Poe, warming up after – after uh, Kyle Lovelace able to lay down a bunt that went between, uh, I mean, about 45 degrees towards third, I mean, yeah. it was well, it was well laid, but an error made by the third baseman thrown, thrown over to first. The first baseman Sam Perak couldn't make the play. Uh, and here's the thing: let's let's not undercredit the, the, or disvalue uh, the meaning of a of a student section right. because what happened the last time up? Sam Perak was up. He was very frustrated. He was trying to make a point to the student section. When you let them get in your head, they've done their job, and now he's not able to make the scoop at first that he would normally make, which scored JT. Pennant coming yep. from third, yep. so it's been uh, it's been exciting. The Hornets finally able to capture this lead uh, once again. We had a lead early on in the first inning and haven't had it since. As we came back and tied it uh, back in the fourth, but uh, in the second, uh, Madisonville scored their, their two and only run. So two more pitches left for. The new pitcher, Zach Poe, this seventh inning brought to you by Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches, proud sponsor of Hornet playoff baseball here on the Nest. Things are looking good for the Hornets. We've, we've got to keep the bats going. We've got no no outs. Jesse Cravey now stepping up. Your three, four, five hitters. Man. It doesn't get easy for Poe. No. We saw Poe last night come in for two-thirds of an inning, allowed two earned runs, one hit, and gave up three walks. So the Hornets have seen him and touched him up pretty good. And the first pitch. Fastball high and away for a ball. The whole student section is on their feet. Absolutely. I mean, they're they're riled up as just much as I'm sure the team is. So, oh, they're they're into it, man. Yeah, they that's are, awesome. They are pumped. I wish people could feel the atmosphere. I mean, it's great. One zero count. Next pitch, high and away for ball number two. Two and zero. Cravey's got to look for it in his sweet spot. So 2-0 count. Next pitch, that one swung on, hit hard up the middle. Can Hudson get to it? Yes, he'll make the play. Throw to first, got it out. But on the play, Geeson moves over to third. That's perfect. That'll do right there. So Geeson now at third base. Wow. And so that'll, that'll bring up now after Cravey was set down. Moving the runner, though, successfully. That's only the first out here at the top of the seven. Hunter Mayo will step up. The first pitch into Mayo. That fastball popped up out of play. Watch out for the kid. Came close to hitting the kid back here playing. Just playing some baseball. They're pretending that these guys out on the field one of these days. They'll be there. So, my goodness. What a fun night here for Hornet. Baseball on the nest. Chris Simmons, Audie Clary on the call with you. Counts 0-1. As, as the pitcher, Zach Poe, will step off the rubber to gather himself, gather his thoughts, and now we'll get back on. 
infield come in here. Absolutely. Well, I mean, they kind of have to at they this point. They have to, yeah. They can't give up another run. Off-speed pitch got away high. No, I mean, one and one. three to two in, a, in a top of the seventh inning. I mean, they got one chance at it. We got the right. lead now, so all the pressure's on them. I mean, this this run over here with the way that Zach Pierce has been dealing here as of late, uh, it could be lethal. Ooh. Mayo just got under that one, tipped it back into the glove. One-two count now. Some way we got to figure out a way to get Geesling. Yeah, make contact. Mm-hmm. Hit it, hit it hard. I mean, even if you hit it hard, it'd be a routine play at the back of the infield. They're still in. I mean, it's still going to be mm-hmm. a tough play. So. <laughs> As you hear the student section there, I'll tell you what, they do such a good job of. I mean, they're rough. They're I mean, brutal. They're rough. They're brutal, but that's what that's sports. I mean, that, hey. that's what that's what they're supposed. It's nothing. It's nothing uh, immoral. It's nothing uh, demeaning. It's hey, their student section getting into it, supporting their guys, and yeah, it's can. obviously been effective. Hats off to them. One-two pitch, on the way. That one's in the dirt. Nice stop made behind the plate for Will Hudson. The one-two count. Got to imagine infield playing in this Massville team has to be pretty tight, knowing that their season uh, could be coming to an end, especially with the Hornets getting this lead. The pitch, curveball too far inside. Nice take by Mayo. Things back even, two and two now. Count full, three and two, one out, top of the seventh, Hornets leading three, two. Next pitch high, way high, nearly hit the head. So Mayo now at first base. No, that could, that could be a plus for, for us out there. I mean, it forces the, the middle infielders to, to go back to the normal positions, you know, slow roller. If he hits a slow roller, maybe a little slower than normal. Right. The runner gets the second base, run scores. Worst case scenario, you're with two outs. Something to take note of here. Pinch hitter in for Zach Pierce. The pinch hitter going to be number seven, Tyler York. One of the situations where we might be seeing York come into bat. Let And Kimball's wanting to focus Pierce on, on just pitching. Get, on pitching. Yeah. get him to the next inning. Keep him in the zone. Don't worry about hitting at this point. No. Just be on the mound and kill us. So we'll see what comes from it. It's one of those things. It's not like in the, in the pros where they get the umpire will come and tell the media guy yeah. what's going on. We're not that fortunate here. So we're going to do a lot of speculating. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, which, which makes it more fun. Who actually wants to know all the information? It's much more fun when you have to guess. Right. I mean, I can see where <laughs> Coach Tim would say, "Hey, Zach, how about you sit on the bench for a minute, catch your breath, don't don't get worked up, and Absolutely. then just go back out there and keep doing what you're doing." Can't even see from all of you here if we have anybody in the bullpen going. You'd imagine Clayton Hill might be getting ready to, yeah. just yeah. in case he was needed. But York going to come into the plate for the first time this postseason. First pitch to him. Fastball high. You know, I, I actually think he got one at bat in center, if I'm not mistaken. With that 11 in the yes. game? Yeah, okay, so we might. My, I haven't got to see him yet right. since right. Uh, since we were at the softball game in Lorena that day, which I remember that was fun, getting all your all the text updates and reporting <laughs> at the same time. 1-0 count. Fastball a little bit too low. Once again, we saw Poe just last night throw three walks in two-thirds of an inning, so uh, his control has left something to be desired, yeah. Yeah. to say the least. But counts 2-0. Runners on first and third. Mayo at first. Giesling over at third. Oh, big cut from York. Got off into the netting. Count moves to 2-1. and one. So 2-1 count. Feels like Hudson's just taking all the, the yeah. life out of, out of the field here. All the players and the fans of Massimo. We'll see Bunt being shown. Couldn't let it down. Suicide squeeze there. 
Giesling on the bases. Can he get back safely? Yes. So it works out. Even though York missed Ooh. the bunt, tough situation. Hunter Mayo able to move over to second safely. The tag couldn't be made by Casey Williamson at third base. Well, I know it's bad that he didn't get the bunt down, but, hey, you got a runner at second base with one out. Uh, runner at second and third, one out. So, right. Put it in play. Put it in play, score run. If you want to be able to watch the action here, we just went live on Facebook. You can go uh, to Chris Simmons on Facebook and watch the stream there. 2-2 two -two pitch. Ah, chased it high, York. 21 over his eyes. Man. Man, big situation for Duke. But Duke Jordan, the guy we want to come to the plate right now. Jordan, two for, uh, two for three on the night, two singles. Also scored the second run of the game for the Hornets. He's got two runners on. Nice piece of hitting here. Can put the game uh, with a very comfortable cushion for our Hornets. First pitch to Jordan. That one's high and inside for a ball. The runners on second and third. Mayo advancing on the failed bunt attempt earlier. One little count, the pitch coming. Fastball got man. bottom edge of the zone. That was close. Man. That was close. Man, man, man. So count even two and two. Chris Simmons, Audi Clary on the call with you here on the nest. Happy to be with you. Playoff baseball at its finest. Hornets up three to two in the top of the seventh. Curveball way outside. We think out two and one. We do have two down though, so it's one yep. of those situations. We've got to do or die here. Do or die. Let's <clears throat> let's try to make this thing, this game go short. Let's make the series not have to go three. <laughs> so two one count the pitch. That one's inside. Three one now. Jordan almost taking one off the back. Jordan almost looks a little bit like a Rob Gronkowski. Uh, yeah, he does actually. Gronkowski and Jordan. I mean, the face is similar here with the helmet on. The body build is huge. He's like a man child. <laughs> one of those things. Three one hits a home run here. I'll see what happens. Three one pick. Oh. Ah, chase that one. <laughs> Got to have a tight zone there with a three one count and took a took a cut of one that he probably shouldn't. Now let's see if he can Gronk spike this ball out of here. We'll, yeah, we'll make we'll make up for it. Just got to clear your mind now. That's over. Can't do anything about it. So full count with two down, two runners on, and the pitch coming from Poe. That's full on, hit hard. Oh, hard, Duke. Run, Duke. Duke hustling. Beat it out, Duke. Yeah, he beat it out. Yeah! Duke Jordan hustling down the line. Yeah. I mean, for a big guy, that just shows you how fast he can really move. He just hauled some blood getting down yeah, the line. Yeah, he did. And that ball was hit right at the shortstop, too. So Jordan able to make it to first safely. Jason comes in to score, no problem. Hunter Mayo over to third. The coach from Madisonville, very upset with the call. The Hornets now with not a comfortable lead, but more comfortable than a one-run lead. We're yeah, up to yeah, two. Yeah. Four to two now the score. Duke Jordan coming through in the clutch. Infield single. And just saw him just, just hauling butt, getting down there. As fast as he possibly can. So the coach finally going to make his way back over to the bench, slowly walking, doing a little bit of jawing all the way there. 
now Weston McKinley with a chance to continue the momentum for the Hornets. Yeah, no, it's still a big spot. Get some insurance runs. Absolutely, get some insurance runs. So runners on first and third. McKinley coming up. He's 0 for 2 with a walk tonight. First pitch in there for a strike. I would expect to see some uh, motion here, maybe. Uh, that's that's just my opinion. Might try, to see, might try to see Jordan trying would, to get over to second. I, I would see it. If, if anything, we bait the throw and then we score another it. run. 0-1 pitch. Jordan going to be going. You're right, Audie. Curveball. So Jordan in safely in second. No problem on the steal. So 0-2, two down now, two runners in scoring position. A big spot for the Hornets trying to clinch a spot in the regional quarterfinals, trying to add cushion to the run. 0-2 pitch coming. Fastball swung on, hits off with a second. Filled it by Phillips, throws over to Parak at first, and that's how we'll go down. But now right. before the Hornets can add two runs to their score, the score now 4-2. Hornets got a hold of lead going to the bottom of the second, uh, bottom of the seventh part. We need three outs, and we'll be back in a moment. Hudson Hornet playoff baseball here on the nest. I'm Dr. Jeff Glass, a pediatrician at the Children's Clinic. As a father of three, I can relate with parents whose child becomes sick. Our staff helps to alleviate this fear and anxiety because we are caring and competent in what we do. We consider ourselves a part of your team and take our job seriously. Parents entrust us with their child because they know we have the expertise to get their child healthy and back into action. The Children's Clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. When you're looking to buy or sell your home property, why not seek the valuable help of Hudson's own Pat Penn at Timber Country Real Estate? Pat can answer any question you have regarding the housing, land, and commercial market in Lufkin, Hudson, and surrounding areas. He knows the area better than anybody and can expertly consult with you on property values and homeowner secrets. Call Pat Penn at 936-465-1234. That's 936-465-1234. Real Graphics is the place for your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to bring your idea into reality. And our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt idea. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest. Hornets trying to take captive as Phil Cobb uh, and Mustang Madisonville High School. Trying to take a chance to make it their own house. We'll see what can come up. Zach Pierce going to come out going for the complete game effort, working against the 7, 8, 9 hitters. Not that that's much of a relief. They've all still got good averages, but we'll see what happens. First pitch swinging high in the air, right field. That's one out. There's one. So nice play by McKinley. Right spot, right time. One pitch, one out. 
Trying to make quick work of it, that's for sure. Hey, I'm okay with quick work. My heart can deal with some quick work <laughs> right now. I don't know if I can do this whole long, drawn-out process. No, thing. me neither. It's been an up-and-down game as, it's, as it is already. It has been a fun game oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Just been a blast. Casey Williamson now stepping up. One for two on the night with a single. First pitch swinging for him. That one's chopped over to short. Filled by Penning. Throws across the body. Two pitches and two outs. Hornets one out of weight from advancing on to the original quarterfinals. Round number three has their name on it. If we can just give one more out, the shortstop Thomas Hudson will be coming to the plate. Wow, two pitches, two outs, bottom of the seventh inning. Game like this, I'm sure Zach Pierce is thinking, wow, I will take it. Absolutely. Tell you what, and Pierce overcoming what was a... Uh, a tough start to the game. He's in the zone now. Let's see what comes of it. Thomas Hudson at the plate. First yeah. pitch taken for a strike. 0-1 count now for Pierce. 0-1 pitch. Ah, just a tad bit low. It's close there. Pierce working it close. 1-1 count now. Two strikes away are the Hornets. And the pitch. Curveball. That's in there for strike number two. Man. Tell you, here in the, last, the late innings, he's really, really, really turned it on. That's for sure. One-two count now for Pierce on the mound. Shaking off the sign on the rubber. One-two pitch coming. Fastball swung on. That's hit softly over to Cravey. He'll take it to Pierce. Yeah. And they out. And the Hornets do it. The best two out of three. Hornets don't need three games at all. They take the first two. Hornets win it tonight. Four to two. Round of applause for our Hornets who came out and played their best here tonight. We saw it early. We saw Zach Pierce come on the mound after struggling early on. After giving up four walks through two innings, he comes on strong and does a phenomenal job on the mound for your Hudson Hornets, sitting down the last six, uh, seven batters in a row and getting the last inning done in six pitches total. So complete game effort for Pierce. We'll come back, break it down in a moment. But the Hornets win tonight, 4-2. to two. We'll be back with more Hudson Hornet playoff baseball here on the Nest. Make the move to First Bank and Trustees Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simply Checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trustees Texas. Member FDIC. When I was a child, my mother always took me to the children's clinic for my medical care. Now that I'm a mom, I take my kids to the children's clinic because no one takes care of them better. Their doctors are specialized in children's health with years of experience in keeping children healthy, developing, and thriving. It is the best place for children's medical care. The children's clinic is located at 205 Gene Sanford in Lufkin. For more information, call 634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Thanks for listening to Hornet Baseball here on The Nest.
Welcome back. We're here, post game show. Hornets win tonight, four to two, in dramatic fashion, pushing across two runs there in the seventh inning uh, to sense the victory. Massonville, uh, congratulations on a, on a great season. It's coming to a close, and the Hornets are advancing on to round number three. Let's talk Zach Pierce for a moment. Seven innings pitch. Only giving up two earned runs and three hits total. Wow. Three I'm, hits overall on the night. Heck of a job from Pierce.